What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Coach Chioki Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Good evening, Mansfield. Nick Michaels from Arlen Field on a cold Friday night, week number eight of the high school football season. Thanks for joining us. Should be a great OCC contest tonight between the uh, Worcester Generals and the Mansfield Senior High T.Y. Tigers. And it is, uh, like I mentioned, it's really cold, but it's going to be a fun one as the 5-2 and two Tigers, 3-1 and one in the league, and then you have the visiting Generals who are 4-3, and 3-2 three, three and two in the OCC. Uh, the last meeting was last year where the Tigers took care of business on the road. It was the first time we had won in Worcester in a while, about 2016, I believe. 44-16, uh, to 16, it was a game where early on it was close, but then the Tigers' defense, boy, oh, boy, did they feast on that Worcester General offense, uh, creating turnover turnover after turnover. Uh, Avion Gross had a pick six. Jayante O'Brien had a pick six. I just remember that it was just one of those nights where the defense just absolutely thrived. And uh, goal line stands, they had everything in that game. So that was an entertaining game last year. Uh, This year, though, Worcester is looking to even the score. And uh, they're trying – this has been a really competitive series, really, if you look at it through the years. The last few years – uh, I mentioned last year at Fallis Field, we took care of business 44 16. 2020 in the Tigers off season, off year, I call it, 40 to 6. Uh, Worcester winning that one, and then they would win the one, two, three, the, the, the last three. So, dating back to 2017 was the last time that the Tigers had won in the series before last year, 28 21 at Fallis Field. So, it, uh, it definitely was a. Um, good win last year for the Tigers. Let's see if they can make it two, two in a row. And really, if you look at the series, um, the last six years it's been Worcester wins, Mansfield wins. Worcester wins, Mansfield wins. So back and forth, Tigers looking to break that as well. Uh, Chokey Bradley, he is uh, in his 13th season at the helm for his alma mater. He has a record of 87 wins, 49 losses, a 64 win percentage. And I'll tell you what, uh, he is unofficially the winningest, unconfirmed, the winningest coach in Tiger football history. So he knows how important this is because really this game is huge because West Holmes, yeah, they're the heavy favorite to win the league and they're blowing everyone out, but all it takes is one off night by the Knights. Boom, the Tigers, they win tonight. Let's say West Holmes is hosting Ashland tonight. Stranger things have happened. Ashland gets the upset tonight, and then we have a tie for the league if the Tigers win. So never say never uh, this uh, funny game of football. Last week, Worcester defeated Mount Vernon 48-0 to at Mount Vernon. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, uh, <laughs> it's been a rough year for the, for the Yellow Jackets. Um, but Worcester, before that, they had lost their last two games, losing to West Holmes 48-6 two weeks ago, and then three weeks ago, the shock of the year. That's the upset of the year in the area, in my opinion. 22-21, Worcester defeating, I'm sorry, yes, Worcester losing to Lexington 22-21. All right, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we'll have our Week 8 matchups. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. 
Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal too. Call 419 689 4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 4346. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP electricofoh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor on vsbn radio want a chance to win forty eight hundred dollars then come to firefighter bingo on fourth street in mansfield and play their most popular game the horse race doors open at 4 p.m with early bird games starting at 6 30 p.m thursday friday and saturday located inside of the mansfield fire museum they offer a full concession stand you must be 18 or older to play that's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. I'm Nick Michaels. Let's get into our Week 8 matchup scoreboard brought to you by BP Electric and, of course, VSBNRadio.com. We are your source for sports in North Central Ohio. So throughout the game and throughout the evening, uh, make sure to check out uh, all of our scores and updated standings we have on our webpage for you. River Valley travels to Shelby. Willard is at Port Clinton. Loudonville at Cardington. The Galleon Tigers have a tough test tonight. They've been playing pretty well as of late, but so has Highland, and that running back for Highland just running all over Shelby last week. Something we haven't seen in many years uh, Shelby just getting dominated in the trenches and then on the ground game as well. So pay attention to that one. That's at 7 o'clock tonight over down in Highland. OCC matchup. Uh, this is the bottom of the barrel here. Mount Vernon, the Yellow Jackets, boy, they're winless. And so are the Madison Rams. So someone's going to win tonight, right? I think Madison. I picked Madison to win tonight. I think it will be closer than the experts think. Uh, I think maybe 14-7 Madison. And Scott Valentine will get his first win as the head football coach of the Rams. We'll see the Rams in a couple of weeks. Perkins travels to Norwalk. What a miserable year for the Truckers. I think the Pirates just cruising this one. Another big uh, OCC matchup. Can the Ashland Arrows, can they, this is a rare night where the Tiger fans are rooting for the Arrows because they travel down to Millersburg to take on West Holmes in the last game that is a possible tough game for West Holmes for conference play. Um, Ashland always plays West Holmes tough, so can the Arrows eke out a win? 
Luke Bryan's going to have to play better for the arrows at quarterback. They're going to have to run the ball with Caden Spots and get the ball to their playmakers, Metzger, and, of course, McFrederick that we saw last week. So the arrows do have some playmakers. Can they catch West Holmes on an off night? I don't want to be a negative Nelly, but the heavy favorite in this one is West Holmes to win. We have our game, and then Ridgemont travels to Elgin. Ontario Warriors make the trip down to Pleasant to take on the Spartans. The Lexington Minutemen make the long haul to New Philly to take on the Quakers. Nick Durbin, uh, Corey Durbin and Nick Lazier. That's not the first time I've done that. On fearofthevillage.com, we'll have the call for you this evening. Uh, Lyndon McKinley, the Panthers, travel to Lucas. That's going to be a tough one for the Cubbies. Man, they have such a gauntlet of a schedule there. Uh, three and four heading into tonight, and they got to at least get another win to make the playoffs, I would think. It's close. They're a bubble team. Harden Northern travels to Crestline. The woes continue for the Bulldogs. Crestview Cougars should roll all over Plymouth Big Red in this one. Clearfork Colts will travel to Marin Harding. You would think Clearfork would be able to win, but they did get a scare last week against Pleasant. Pleasant gave the Colts everything they wanted. Mount Gilead is at Northmore. Colonel Crawford got upset by Upper Sandusky. Uh, and tonight they travel to Winford to take on the Royals. I think the Eagles bounce back, but that was a tough loss for them last week. Speaking of Upper, they'll host Buckeye Central and take on the Bucks. Mapleton travels to South Central. East Knox is at Fredericktown. Carey travels to Bucyrus. Could be a rough night for the Redmen. Centerburg is at Danville. Mohawk travels to Seneca East. It's Western Reserve at Monroeville. And our final matchup, St. Paul, the Flyers, will travel to Eden to take on the Bombers. For more scores and updated standings, check out vsbnradio.com tonight after the game. We are your source for sports in North Central Ohio. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with more on the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Lala, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to the pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. Nick Michaels here from Arlen Field. We're just moments away, well, about 15 minutes away, I won't lie to you, from uh, tonight's kickoff between the Tigers and the Generals. Here's what uh, Coach Sean Adams had to say this week about the matchup. 
All right, Coach. Well, week seven is in the books. Man, oh, man, I don't know about you, but I feel like this season has just been flying by. Um, let's talk about Ashland. Um, defensively, you guys won the game, but before that, I have to talk about some of the players. Uh, Lala Owens really stepped up for you. Pick six, fumble recovery. I think it was really comforting for you to see Lala come out of his shell and really step up at the big level there. So. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where he, he stepped out last year as a, as a sophomore against Ashland. He had a couple of interceptions, and then he followed it up against Worcester with that magnificent one-handed interception. And, you know, I, I confidence is a is a funny thing, and I, I'm really happy that Lala was able to do that and gain some confidence. Um, you know, defensively, I thought that we, we played well. I mean, we just... Um, we gave up a few few plays. They went wildcat with mm-hmm. McFrederick. Um, but, you know, it, the kids always kept fighting and kept playing hard, and that's what they do. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's like I kept saying on the broadcast. It was just like, bend but don't break. And, you know, whenever you guys needed to stop, it just seemed like, you know, someone stepped up. And then at the end of the game, it was Aaron Thornton. I mean, fourth down, and he just broke right through that line, man, and that was all she wrote. Yeah, I, hey, Aaron, you know, we I was telling somebody else that Choke and I got on him mercifully last week because he had <laughs> – he had several opportunities to make those plays against Lexington and didn't have discipline. You know, he didn't rush the upfield shoulder. They, he, he rolled, the quarterback would break free, and he wasn't going to let that mistake happen again. And, and, you know, that's, you know, what Choke's hope is. My hope is that we, we teach them lessons that they can take with them. And, and if we make a mistake, that's fine. Let's learn from it and make a new one. You know, I think, too, Aaron Thornton's story, it's just so easy to rally behind that kid, too. And he's just playing his heart out for his father, for his teammates. And I'm just so happy to see him kind of succeed, especially this part of this year where you guys are can still contending officially for an OCC and, you know, building towards a playoff. Yeah, I mean, I think we all have a story. Um, and, and there's stories within stories here. And... And, um, you know, I, I, I sound like a broken record because a lot of people don't know what we deal with and what our kids go through. And, and this football program has just been a blessing to, to them, you know, with Choke Layden and, and uh, all of us being here kind of a, a substantial amount of time that they can lean on us to. Uh, but, you know, it, it's, it's great to see Aaron be able to blossom into what he's done. I mean, we were looking for that last year, and then he got injured, and um, we'll take it this year, and, you know, we've got Worcester to worry about, and we'll go from there. Before I move on to Worcester, I just want to play off what you just said. Um, I understand now, this is my third season covering the Tigers, and I get what you say when you say we're there for these kids and not everyone understands what they're going through. I'm starting to learn and find out how hard it can be around here sometimes. And I really feel that you and Chokey and, and, and the other guys as well, but you and Chokey have really done an amazing job being there for those kids, kind of being the role models, the father figure, I can't talk, father figure if they need it. And it's just incredible to watch each and every Friday night. Oh, and it is. And, it, and it's, it's amazing to watch them conquer adversity. And I think that that's been a blessing for me is to be able to um, see kids conquer that and then move on from, from football, move on from Mansfield Senior High School into life and, 
and then come back here on Friday nights, I see five or six fellas that I used to coach that are on the sidelines and they're, they're right there for us. And uh, to see them do that and to, and to become productive citizens and fathers and dads, um, that's, that's been real rewarding. So, um, you know, we can always, always strive to do better. Choke's done a great job here and I'm just happy to be a part of it. It's awesome to watch. Um, what also was awesome to watch last Friday night was I kept watching the matchup between Metzger and Keontes, and Keontes is just playing with a giant chip on his shoulder right now. It's just a lot of fun to watch, Coach. Keontes is a, is a physical kid. He wants to, to be in the mix. You know, we were watching film the other day, and I'm like, why aren't you covering him? And he's like, well, he was just standing there, so I, went, I ran right in from almost the sideline to the middle of the field to make a tackle. I'm like, that's sheer hustle, Keontes. That's amazing. And, um, you know, he, he was battling with Metzger. I think, you know, people were getting in his ear about, you know, some other games, and, and he enough's enough. And, um, you know, John Metzger's a great, great receiver. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the, he had some, Keontes had some, and, you know, it was just a good battle to see out there between Ashland and Mansfield Senior. I, I remember when uh, Metzger got that record, uh, the receiving record, the next play, Keontes blew him up the next time he had the opportunity on that play. So you can just tell that kind of fuels his fire as well. He's such a competitor. He's such a competitor, exactly. He couldn't say anything better. Um, you know, I, sometimes I wonder if, if he's – he needs to throttle that back a little bit and be a little bit more composed. But, you know, you can't take away that aggression. He's, he's just a, a hustler. He wants to play hard. He wants to do things the right way. You know, we, we ask our backside corner to take a, a pursuit angle when the ball's away from him. Keontes does that. And that's, that's back to that discipline piece that we talk about. And, and Keontes is getting there, whether it's guarding the guy man-to-man or – or doing things in the run game. Yeah, I mean, that's just going to be really help him down the road, too, in college next year, I believe. Um, Real quick, uh, since we've been talking here, let's talk about Worcester. What do we know about the Generals' offense? Uh, They've got a good quarterback. They've got uh, a couple good receivers, three good receivers. The running back is shifty. Um, they got a nice little H-back. I wouldn't say little. He's 6'2", 10". They utilize him to block, and they utilize him in the passing game, and and they utilize him to give him the ball. So we've got a bunch of guys that we need to worry about. Um, But, you know, we're we're just hoping that we can get lined up right, be fundamental, tackle, be physical, and enjoy another night out here at Arlen Field. Yeah, you you guys are back home in front of your fans, and this is a game where Worcester, it's always competitive, it's always physical, it's always definitely a must-see game, and I'm hoping a lot of fans uh, come out for this one. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's always fun playing out here. You know, Choke and I and Fletch, we all all joke about it being the best stadium in Ohio, but I don't think that's a joke. I, I think that that's, you know, that's a reality. Um, and we enjoy playing at home. We enjoy our fans here. And, and um, you know, it's, it's, it's something special to, to play at Arlen Field and, and to uh, see these kids go out there and have fun. Thanks, Coach. Good luck tonight. All right, thanks. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. You're listening to the pregame show brought to you exclusively by BP Electric. Nick Michaels here. We're about five minutes away from kickoff, so we really don't have too much time. We want to get you to Coach Bradley in just a matter of seconds. Uh, tonight's contest, once again, is the 4-3 and three Worcester Generals and the 5-2 and two T.Y. Tigers. Mansell Sr. Uh, started off the year... Uh, 2-0, then they had that two-game slide with West Holmes, and then they have lost, They have won their last three games in a row. They escaped Ashton last week, 27-20. And I think this one's going to be a pretty good game, too. It's always a lot of fun, and it has really turned into a rivalry the last seven years between the Generals and, of course, the Tigers. All right, let's get you to Coach Bradley. Here's what Chokey Bradley had to say about last week's game and the matchup with the Generals tonight. All right, Coach, week seven's in the books. Ashland, uh, we went up there, and it was a really physical game, a lot of emotions. It always seems like no matter how good or bad Ashland is, they're always going to be that pesky team that just sticks around until the very end. Well, that's that's what a rivalry is between two teams. Um, you know, you throw the records out, man, and you go play football. Um, you know, we knew that, you know, we had to be well-prepared we had to be, you know, ready to play the game at a high level coming out of the locker room because um, we knew they would. So, you know, we knew Coach Cedar would have those guys ready. Um, so, you know, we wanted to, as a coaching staff, we wanted to make sure our kids were, you know, ready for the challenge. And, um, you know, I thought we came out and, and um, you know, played some, you know, exciting Tiger football. When was the last time you remember having 200 yards rushing in the first half of a game? I can't remember it. Uh, maybe one of the Brian Benson years, um, you know, maybe a Jornell Mann's year, um, you know, maybe a Terrell Dorsey year. I don't know. Those, those three running backs kind of stand out in my mind. Um, but I, I don't – I can't put a finger on it uh, where we've been able to, you know, uh, dominate the, 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 rush, the rushing attack in that, in that manner. Well, that was impressive to watch, and I know as a coach you have to be really, really intrigued and really excited about how well that offensive line played. They're coming together, man. We we envisioned this back in the summer, back in the spring, in the offseason while all those guys were in here uh, throwing the weights around. And, and uh, you know, Coach Coy was, was working with those guys and, and watching tape and watching video and, and um, you know, and just preparing for the upcoming season. And, and you know, now we – you know, we six or seven weeks in, man, and, and uh, starting to come come to fruition. Uh, you know, last week Zion Brown was phenomenal. And really, you guys had, what, four different running backs really kind of have a great night. But Zion stood out. He was phenomenal, had the one mistake with the fumble. What did you do as a coach to confront him, to keep his mind straight and keep him moving forward? Well, you know, we, we tell all our guys, man, you know, nobody's per- perfect. Yes. You know, nobody's going to. You know, have a perfect night. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna have a perfect night, and I'm, and I'm the head football coach. You know, so uh, we can't expect our kids to go out and, and be perfect. Uh, you know, everybody's gonna make a mistake. Uh, we gotta, we gotta move, move past those mistakes and make new ones. Um, and we, and I'm okay with, with, with mistakes as long as they, they new mistakes and they different mistakes, and we learn from them. Um, 
and we turn the page and, and you know we go out and go even harder now that we made made a mistake. So I felt like Zion did that. Um, he didn't take it personal. Um, you know he went out and uh, he felt like he let his team down and he went out and got you know picked himself up off the ground and, and got one for the team. I tell you what, his awareness last Friday night and his cutting ability was off the charts. Yeah, man. He uh, you know he was hitting them things. Uh, you know we told him to follow Kai. Uh, he did that, and uh, you know Kai was crushing kids. Our old line was was you know crushing kids. Uh, you know they came with a different type of scheme um, that we had anticipated, and, and it worked in our favor. All right, let's move on to Worcester. So another rivalry game, you could say. They're maybe not as big as Ashland, but it's competitive. You know, you win, they win. You win, they win. So what do you guys have to do Friday night to kind of keep that at bay and don't overlook this physical Worcester football team? We got to match their physicality. We got to meet physical with physical. Um, it starts up front um, and it works all the way back in all three phases. Um, as long as we meet physical with physical, um, we execute, you know what I mean? And, and we don't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Um, we gotta, we got to take care of the ball and we got to create turnovers. Uh, defensively, we can tackle um, and, and just be physical. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it should be a great game for, for, for both teams. Well, another thing, too, um, I noticed in this matchup is Worcester lost to Lexington. So what do you take out of that performance? Is there anything there that kind of help you move, uh, help you guys moving forward? No, nah, not really, man. I just, you know, from watching that tape, you know, they seemed like a different team. You know, we had watched them earlier in the year, um, and they looked like a totally different football team versus Lexington. Uh, and then you watched them uh, – you know, versus Mount Vernon, and that now you, that looks like the Worcester team that we had saw earlier in the year. Uh, so, you know, we you can't really take a whole bunch from the Lexington thing. It's just they had a bad night. Um, you know, and, and teams have that. You try as a coach, you try to uh, not have too many of those. Um, and I just think they had a bad night. And real quick, who are a couple of the generals that we're looking at tonight? Well, we got to we you know we gonna we want to. Make sure that, you know, our, our playmakers make plays with the ball in the hands of, um, you know, whoever that may be. Um, you know, we, we call it different. We call it different numbers offensively, you know, week in and week out. You just don't never know which, which, uh, which talent is going to jump out at you. Uh, you know, so, you know, I can't really put a name on any one particular individual. Um, you know, we got, yeah, we got, we got a balanced attack now. We can throw it. We can run it. Um, you know, we got guys that can catch it. We got guys that can run it. Uh, so offensively, we just want to make sure that we execute it. And, and uh, you know, our playmakers got to make plays with the ball in their hands. Thanks, Coach. Good luck. Thank you very much. That was Coach Jokey Bradley talking about tonight's matchup, and it's always a fun game between the Tigers and the Generals. Nick Michaels on the call. We are seconds away from kickoff tonight. Between the T.Y. Tigers and the Generals, a rematch of last year's game, 44-16 to in favor of Mansell Sr. on the road. The last time the Tigers, here's a fun fact, I did not even know this. The last time the Tigers beat uh, Worcester here at Arlen Field was in 2012, 28-7. Did you know that, Mr. Davis? Yes. I didn't realize it's been 10 years. Wow. Okay, so John's saying six and one at Worcester for Chokey and one and five at home. So we'll see what happens tonight.
So Amar Davis and Keontes Bradley back to receive. And I'm trying to see if I can – who's kicking off here? I think that's 22, right? No, it's Jacob Russell, number 27. As we're getting ready in their road whites, they kick off to the Tigers in their orange, and we're underway here at Arlen Field. Ball picked up on the far sideline on the 20, trying to turn the corners. Keontes, he has room to run. Can he turn a nice block up front? He's the midfield, 45, and he is pushed out of bounds on the near sideline into Worcester territory. Tigers are set up. First play of the game, Keontes Bradley able to turn on the Jets, turns the corner. And they have fantastic field position inside of the Worcester 40-yard line. What a way to start the game, folks. 42-yard return by Mr. Keontes Bradley. The Division I verbal commit to Kent State University to play football next year. As Duke Reese in the offense will march onto the field into that pistol set. The running back behind him is Zion Brown, who had a monster game last week against the Arrows, and then they have two receivers stacked on top of each other on the far side and on the near side. Is You have Jermaine Bradley and Amar Davis on the near side. Far side is Lala Owens and Keontes Bradley. Here's the snap, first and ten. Quarterback keep up the middle. That's Duke. He's running with the football, has a little bit of breathing room inside of the 35-yard line, down to about the 33 so on first and 10 from the 38, he has a five-yard run. It's going to be second and five for the T.Y. Tigers. And for the Generals, led by head coach Austin Holter in his second year at the helm, he took over for Doug Haas, who retired a couple of years ago. They are trying to slow down this Tiger offense, who has a little momentum after the kickoff. So it is second and five, pistol set from the 33. Here's the snap, screen to the near side. That is Amar, made a man miss inside of the 30. He's inside of the 25 on the near side of the field and just inside of the 20-yard line. Down to the 19, he has a Tiger first down, and the Tigers are in the red zone. 14-yard gain on the reception from Amar Davis. First and 10, Tigers going with a little tempo here. Same formation out of the pistol. It is going to be still Zion Brown with the two receivers on the near, stacked on top of each other, and two on the top stacked. So here we go. Here's the handoff to Zion. He'll run up the middle, and he has a short gain close to about the 15 to about the 16-yard line. So we have a couple of milestones to talk about tonight, but we will in a second here. It's second and seven coming up off the three-yard run by Zion Brown. Pistol set again as now senior high will have two receivers spread out on the near side, Keontes. I believe that's Jermaine Bradley. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion, runs up the middle for another short gain, if any. I think it's actually going to be no gain on that one. So it's going to be third and seven from the 16. So I was just told that Amar Davis is one reception away from 100 career receptions. And also, if the Tigers were to be victorious tonight, it would be the 600th win for the program. So a couple of milestones to watch for tonight. Pistol set, third and seven from the 16. Here's the snap. Duke's back to pass. Throws far side and trying to make a diving catch incomplete. Won't work for Keontes Bradley. So it's fourth and seven. And now it's time for Mr. Sean Putt to, to run onto the field. He had two field goals. He had two field goals last week in the win against the Arrows. 34-yarder, you said? 33-yard field goal. And his career long is what? 
35. Okay, so 33-yard 30, attempt for Sean Putt. I believe that's Duke to hold. Fourth and seven. Here's the snap. The hold. The kick is up, and it is good. Right down Main Street. Old reliable Sean Putt delivers, and the Tigers are in the lead. Three to zero. Nine thirty-one to play. First quarter. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Ricky Mills, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. 9.31 to play first quarter. Mansfield Senior 3, Worcester 0 off the opening drive by the Tigers, courtesy of Sean Putt, 33-yard field goal. And he will kick things off to the Generals. And I'm trying to look at uh, who's back deep. I know that. I still announce it, Mr. Critic. 28, thank you. So it's going to be Jeremiah Harper, the junior, back to receive the kickoff officially. And it's a pooch. Borderline onside live ball. Worcester is able to get it on the far sideline. Made a man miss. He's going to run around midfield into Tiger territory. Pushed out of bounds on the far sideline. Michael Hallman-Williams, who picked that one up. So, so the senior is able to get fantastic field position off the onside slash pooch kick from Sean Putt. Just a matter of seconds, the Mansell senior might have had a shot at it, but uh, lucky bounce right into the arms of Williams and sets up shop into Tiger territory. So both teams starting with fantastic field position this evening. Snowbarger will run out of the shotgun, and actually pistol, excuse me. He has a back on his right hip as well. First and 10. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back, and he's going to run inside of the 45-yard line, close to the 40. That is Seth Chamberlain, the senior for Coach Holter. Seven-yard run down to the 41-yard line. Second and three for the Generals. Same formation, two receivers split out on the far side. No receiver showing on the near side. Chamberlain is the back behind Snowburger. He looks back after the hard count to the coaching staff. Second and three from the 41. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Chamberlain. Tries to run a sweep to the near side, and the Tiger defense is there to greet him. And that looks like it was Leo Hess and Ricky Mills on the stop. Leo told me before the game he wants that Hills Heisman T-shirt tonight. He has yet to win that honor. So after the game, if the Tigers are victorious, we'll, we will select the Hills Heisman and that for the most outstanding performance. And that player will receive a T-shirt courtesy of Hills Landscaping and BSBN Radio. So stay tuned for the post-game show. 8-13 and counting. First quarter, Mansfield 3, Worcester 0. Third and 7 off the four-yard loss. 
Noberger out of the pistol. Here's the snap. Fake handoff. Rolls to the right side. Chucks it downfield. It's complete to the tight end, and he has pushed out of bounds on the near sideline. He has a Worcester first down. Hallman Williams on the reception. So 15-yard game, first and 10. Worcester as the Generals now starting to drive down the field. Ball spot at the 30-yard line. Under eight minutes to play, opening quarter. Snowbarger out of the pistol. Chamberlain in the back behind him. Two receivers spread out on the far side of the field. Hard count again. <clears throat> Both teams trying to go with a little tempo, I guess. Mansell Senior in more of a... In a rush, I guess. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Chamberlain. Has room to run up the middle. He's inside of the 20-yard line and just shy of the 15, down to around the 16-yard line. So a big run there of 14 yards by Seth Chamberlain. And Worcester moving the football. And they're going to move that. I think they said his knee was down around the 17, so it's a 13-yard run. Initially, the line judge was standing on the 16. But last week we saw the line judge standing on a yard line. They moved the ball like nine times, so can't always trust the Zebras at first. So Hallman Williams is the back now out of the pistol behind Snowbarger and hands it off to Hallman Williams, and he runs for a very short gain, if any. And I believe that was Ricky Mills on the stop. And Leo as well, so the hit squad hitting early here. So loss of one is going to move the ball back to the 18-yard line, second and 11. It's this Tiger linebacking core having to step up to stop the run here. They'll blitz on the outside edge here. Here's the snap. Snowbarger rolls to the right side. It was almost intercepted. Aaron Thornton broke that one up. He was our Hills Heisman last week. I tell you what, Aaron Thornton has been playing on a high all season, but the last two weeks he has been absolutely phenomenal for Coach Bradley. He had that strip and scoop and score on the first play of the game against Lexington two weeks ago. Then last week he had the winning play, the winning fourth down sack to seal it. He makes a big play there on second down. It's third and 11 now from the 18-yard line. Worcester knocking on the door. Tiger defense trying to get off the field here. Generals in the red zone. Third and 11, pistol set. Hellman Williams is the back behind. Snowbarger, two receivers on the far side. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Looks far sideline, and it is incomplete, broken up. And Amar Davis on coverage. It was intended for number 13, Bronson Morgan. Fourth and 11, and the Tiger defense gets the job done. So now the Generals, it looks like they're going to attempt a field goal here. Jacob Russell for a 35-yard field goal attempt. I'm sorry, number 27, Jacob 35-yarder. Kicking into the wind a little bit. Here's the snap, the hold. Kick is up, and it is good. 35-yarder by Jacob Russell ties the game in three with 6.32 to play in the first quarter. We are tied at three. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal, too. 
Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419-689-4346. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Amar Davis, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels. Just a reminder, next Friday night, October 14th, the TY Tigers are back in action at Arlem Field when they host the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets in an OCC matchup. Coverage begins before 7 o'clock on GoTigers.com. The Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets will invade Arlem Field next Friday night. We'll be on the air about 6.50. Jacob Russell to kick off, Amar Davis and Keontez Bradley, who had a big return. I don't think they're going to kick it to Keontez. At least I wouldn't. We'll see what Russell does. He pooches it into the ground, live ball, and a Tiger jumps on it around the 45. So 16-yard kickoff. And falling on it was uh, number 11 for the T.Y. Tigers, Christian Javar. So it's going to be 629 to play in the first quarter. We're still tied at three. Mansell Sr. with their second offensive possession of the ball game. They stumbled in the red zone on the last drive. Ricky Mills is in at running back out of the pistol set. They had that two receiver set on the near and far side where they're stacked behind each other, on top of each other. <clears throat> so Mills, who has been the power back all season, he'll start things off on this drive. He's been the goal line back. And a screen to Amar on the near side of the field. Amar with a stiff arm. Spins, and I think it's going to be no gain, if not a loss. And I think it is no gain. So back to the 44-yard line. Worcester was there on that play. They anticipated the, the screen. That is one of Duke's go-to moves to Amar. So they've been watching some film here. As Jermaine Bradley is in on top of Amar now to block on second and 10 from the 44, pistol set. And fake handoff, quarterback keep, now running towards the far side, has room to run, cross midfield, he's in the 40, 30, Duke Reese is going to go! Touchdown, Mansfield Sr. So much for Duke Reese not being able to run the football. He is not a running quarterback. We heard this all summer. 56-yard touchdown run for Duke Reese. Just like that, T.Y. back to the lead. 10-3, well, 9-3, excuse me, pending the extra point. Wow, you talk about a spark and a chunk play right there. So Sean Putt with Duke Reese to hold the PAT. So much for Duke Reese isn't a running quarterback. Snap the hold, kick is a line drive and no good. Shank to the left. 5.41 to play in the first quarter. Mansfield Senior 9, and it is Worcester 3. We'll keep it here. Wow, that was incredible. It's uh, The defense completely sold out to the middle, and uh, what a read by Duke Reese to run a kind of a counter towards the outside there, and he just took off, and he used his speed, and he was gone. <laughs> Pretty good move there by the junior. And that's the one thing that Chokey Bradley keeps telling me every week. He's like, I need Duke to run my offense, be smart out there. That was a very smart play. And I'll tell you what, folks, after tonight, the next two weeks is well-earned and well-deserved for these Tigers. They have had an absolute gauntlet of a schedule. 
We started out the year. Norwalk hasn't been very good this year, but when you have to play Hoover, Maslin, and West Holmes back to back to back. And then, of course, New Philly is no slouch either. So, What a schedule they've had this year. What was that from the peanut gallery? Oh, whatever. Sean Putt is on to kickoff. Sean Putt to kick off. And it's a low line drive middle of the field and a general will just fall on around the 35-yard line. That was Halman Williams falling on the football. Five thirty-nine to play, first quarter. Mansfield nine, Worcester three. Oh man, yeah, you're right, guys. He did fall on the thirty-five, and they're moving it to the thirty-seven-yard line. That's interesting. Is this the same crew from Ashland last week? Yeah, I'll get on Mike Reinhardt about that. Okay. 5.39 to play, first quarter, first and 10, Worcester, trying to answer the Mansfield score. Pistol set. Here's the snap, hands it off to Chamberlain. Up the middle, Ricky Mills is there, along with uh, two or three other Tigers. Ahmad Tink Thomas also. Monster Mills on the stop there, loss of two, second and 12. Now it's back at the 35. As we approach the five-minute mark of the first quarter, second and 12 from the 35-yard line of Worcester, the Generals have the football. Down 9-3. Hard count by Snowbarger, no bite. Trips receivers on the near side, one on the far. Here's the snap, hands it off to Chamberlain, the running back, who runs towards the near side, and he's going to be brought down for a very short gain of one yard. Makai Bradley on the stop. Makai Bradley had a really good game. You know, we talked about Aaron Thornton last week, but Makai Bradley had three tackles for loss, eight total tackles, fumble recovery. He had a really good game. And I, I told Makai after the game, any other week you win the T-shirt, but Aaron Thornton with the game-clinching sack. That was uh, really good defensive energy and effort last week to close that one out. So we approach the four-minute mark in the first quarter. Third and ten. Here's the snap. Snowbarger throws middle of the field, throws it into the turf, incomplete. I don't know who he's throwing to, the umpire or what. That was an ugly throw by Snowbarger. So it's fourth and ten from the 37-yard line. <laughs> he's probably thinking, well, I don't know what the hell he's thinking. I had to do the Bob Euchre. I had to do Bob Euchre on that one. John missed my Bob Euchre quote, too. So on to punt for the Generals, Jack Dossey, the sophomore. Keontes to return the punt. He's inside his own 35-yard line. The ball spotted at the 37. Low snap, rugby-style punt as Rossi, Dossey just gets it off the side of his foot with a Worcester roll inside of the 30, inside of the 20, all the way down inside of the 15 to about the 14-yard line. It was an ugly kick with a Worcester roll. A very friendly roll. 49-yard punt by the sophomore, Dossie, Jack Dossie. 
So it's going to be Mansfield Senior's third offensive possession of the ball game. They start the with the football inside of the 15 at the 14. Decrease with that 56-yarder. The touchdown run the last time they had it. Zion Brown is the back out of the pistol set. No receiver showing on the near side, two on the far. Makai Bradley is in at tight end on the near side of that line. <clears throat> One on the play clock, and I think Mansell Sr. calls a timeout here. And they do. We'll take a break as well. 3.56 to play in the first quarter. Mansfield 9, Worcester 3. Tigers have the football back, though. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. First and 10, Mansfield Sr. off the timeout. They have the football on their own 14-yard line. Now they're going to run out of the shotgun with the back on the left hip of Duke Reese. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion, runs up the middle, has room to run across the 15, and brought down around the 20-yard line. Six-yard six run for Zion Brown. Jamin Walker on the stop for the Generals. Under four minutes to play, Tigers by six. Now Tigers are showing pistol on second and four. Two receivers on the near side. Looks like Keontes and Amar. Here's the snap. Duke's back to pass. Has time to throw. And Keontes Bradley making a diving catch on the near sideline. And they're saying he caught that one around the 25-yard line. Wow. He toe-tapped that one. It wasn't uh, George Pickens, but uh, it was still really impressive by the D1 college player. That was a beauty. So far, Keontes is playing pretty well tonight. Had that big kickoff return, first and 10, Mansfield Senior now, ball spotted at the 24-yard line. Here's the snap, hands it off to Zion, who runs towards the outside, tries to turn the corner, 25, he's to the 30 and tripped up just past the 30-yard line around the 33. Tristan Walker on the stop, the sophomore. Man, they have a lot of sophomores playing. Pretty young Worcester squad. Second and one off the nine-yard run by Zion Brown. And, you know, Coach Bradley talked about Zion Brown. He had that fumble last week that almost cost them the game. But, you know, he said he had a really good week of practice, and Zion's mental spirits are pretty good this week. So he thinks that it's not going to be a problem at all, and tonight he expects him to have a good game. Here we go, second and one. Duke's going to run up the middle, has room to run again. He's across the 40 and slides around the 42-yard line. About a nine-yard run there, first and ten, Mansfield Senior. Only needed one, got nine. I haven't seen Duke run this much this season. I'm trying to think. I think there was a game where Duke ran for about 56 yards this year. Was that New Philly? Yeah, it was New Philly. Outside of that, he hasn't really run the ball too much. 
I'm calling this game, okay? First and 10 from the 42-yard line. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion up the middle. I'm sorry. That's Ricky Mills. No, it's Isaiah Darson. We don't know what's going on. It's Isaiah Darson, the sophomore. Threw us off. You're used to Zion being back there, then Ricky, and then they throw a curveball with Isaiah Darson with the injury of uh, Tank Petty, who broke his collarbone, and he's going to be out. And Isaiah Darson is going to get some reps now because of it. Off the eight-yard run, it's second and two from the 50-yard line. Here's the snap. Duke's back to pass. Looks. He's under trouble, and he's just going to keep it, and he's going to run up the middle for about a one-yard gain into Worcester territory down to the 49-yard line. As we approach the 130 mark of the first quarter and counting. Mansfield Senior 9, Worcester 3. One oh five and counting, first quarter. Six-point lead for the Tigers. Pistol set on third and one from the 49-yard line of Worcester. Ricky Mills is the back. He hands it off, and he will not get the first down up the middle. No gain. Fourth and one at midfield. What does Coach Bradley do here? The book says punt, but you have the momentum right now, so do you keep your foot on the gas and go for it? And right now the offense is staying on the field with 38 seconds and counting in the first quarter. Pistol set. Ricky is still the back, I believe. Two receivers on the near side. Now Duke goes under center to sneak it. And the line is pushing him. It's close. I don't think he got it, though. Did they? I don't think so, dude. I don't think he got it. Oh, they did. Oh, wow. That's a bad spot for Worcester, I think. But good for the Tigers. If I'm Coach Holter, I'm going nuts on that far sideline. Yeah, he's asking for a measurement. I, from my from our vantage point, I don't think he got it. It was close, but yeah, it did look like his forward progress had stopped before he got to the sticks there. Right now, the ball they're saying first and ten, but I think we're going to have a measurement. I mean, in all honesty, from dead eye, from my vantage point, it looks short from where I'm standing. I, you know, I'm a Tiger guy, and I'm just telling you how it is. It is so close, and I don't blame Coach Holter for going nuts. They, I think they should at least give him a measurement. <laughs> I can't complain because, you know. This is an awkward situation. Fourth and one, Tigers went for it. Quarterback sneak, Duke Reese up the middle. And they're going to give it to him. So no measurement. I'm kind of shocked. Oh, I'm sorry. He's at the bad arm. I just punched Ben May, and he just had the flu shot and the COVID shot. So that's why we're laughing. Here we go. Isaiah Darson is in at running back. First and 10, Mansfield Sr. into Worcester Territory down to the 48-yard line. And no time is on the on the uh, first quarter clock, so that's going to end the first quarter with the score. Mansfield Sr. 9 and Worcester 3. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels. Just a reminder, next Friday night, October 14th, the TY Tigers are back in action at Arlem Field when they host the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets in an OCC matchup. Coverage begins before 7 o'clock on GoTigers.com. And welcome back to Arlen Field, where uh, myself, Aiden Chandler, will take over here in the second quarter. The Tigers lead the Generals 9-3, and let's take a look at the stats after the first quarter. Uh, we'll take a review of the scoring plays. At first, it was the Tigers on the board first. Sean Putt hit a 33-yard field goal with 9.31 left in the first quarter to give the Tigers a 3-0 lead. And uh, it was Russell from Worcester hitting a 35-yard field goal to tie it up at 3 with 6.32 left in the first. And then the Tigers struck back very fast. Duke Reese, a 56-yard run on the read option, and the PAT was no good. So that's where we stand. That was 541 left in the first, and it's Tigers 9, Generals 3, and the Tigers across the 50-yard line in general territory. Duke Reese hands off to Darson. Here he goes up the right sideline. It looks like he tiptoed the sideline. The ref is going to mark him out at the 29-yard line, it looks like. That was number 23, Isaiah Darson, a gain of 19 on the play. Another first down for the Tigers. So a little bit of confusion there at the end of the first quarter. Uh, Worcester's head coach uh, wanted a measurement but was unable to get that request granted by the referees. So Duke Reese hands off to Darson again. Runs up the left side. He's to the 20. He's got a general on his hip, and he brings him down inside the 10-yard line. Looks like we got a flag on the play, maybe a potential face mask. Darson was on the carry there. Attempted a stiff arm very early, and we'll see what the refs call it here. The ball was down to the sixth. They're going to call a face mask on the Tigers. That was on number 23, Isaiah Darson. So the officials will march the ball back. Yep, it'll be a 15-yard penalty. I heard John Davis there. First and 14 at the 32-yard line. Yep, first and 13 here. 11.42 on the clock here in the second quarter. Reese with Darson with Ricky Mills behind him. Goes the hard count, looks back to the sideline. Coach is signaling a play. Reese takes the snap, drops back, looks downfield. He decides to run, tucks and run, and looks like he picked up a gain of one there. Bring up second and 12. So Duke Reese really, liking, uh, really showing it off with the, f with the legs tonight. 
He has run so far for 73 yards, and we are very early here in the second quarter. Reese, Mills in the backfield, Lamar Davis on the right, Bradley on the left, and Makai Bradley in at tight end here, maybe to block. Reese takes the snap, hands to Mills, Mills up the right side, hits a hole, he's to the 20, the 15, the 10, 5, will he get in? No, just stopped short of the goal line by Worcester General, and looks like they'll spot that one on the two-yard line. What a run by... Ricky Mills. You heard it there. Gain of 29 yards for Ricky Mills, setting up a first and goal for the Tigers. This is their second red zone appearance of the night. Reese under center with three backs in the backfield. Reese is going to hand to Mills. Mills into the end zone. No signal yet. Touchdown, Tigers. A two-yard touchdown run for Ricky Mills with 10.22 left in the second quarter, bringing the score. Tigers 15, Generals 3. Yeah, big run by Mills there. Mills kind of did a lot of work there on that offensive drive. The Tigers are going to go for two here to attempt to get that point back that they missed out. So this will be the Tigers' second attempt at two. They're going to do that same formation. They got Mills, Mackay. Looks like Leo Hess in the backfield. Ricky gets the handoff. It was the same exact play they just on the first and goal. And Ricky Mills is unable to get into the end zone. Brought down by number 12 of the Generals, Jamin Walker. So with 10-22 left in the second quarter, it's the Mansfield Senior TY Tigers 15, the Worcester Generals 3. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. And welcome back to Arlen Field. Makai Bradley with a great block on the first and goal from the two-yard line as Ricky Mills skirted into the end zone for his ninth touchdown of the season. So we currently stand at 15 to three. The Tigers lead the general and Sean Putt looks like he's ready to kick, but the Tigers are still in a huddle here on the Tigers sideline. Little special teams confusion. Sean Putt places the ball on the tee. Back for the generals is number 28, Jeremiah Harper. So I imagine Putt will Squib it here. Gets the whistle from the official. Ball is squibbed up the left side of the field. Retrieved by the general number 14, Jack Dossie. Dossie takes it to the 36-yard line, it looks like. 
where junior quarterback Luke Snowbarger will take over. Lead the Generals offense, first and 10. From the 36. Yeah, Snowbarger for the Generals. And he stands at 6'5", weighing 195. So here he is with Chamberlain in the backfield. Going hard count. Can't get the Tigers' defense to budge. And number 20 in a tailback, that's Michael Hyman Williams. He's to the left of Dossie. Hard count, hands off. That's number five, Chamberlain. Chamberlain brought down. Big hit there by Makai Bradley. It's only a gain of one. Makai Bradley has had a great defensive year, and offensive for that matter, leading the Tigers. Uh, big, big leader for the Tigers football team. It'll be second and eight for the Generals. And they line up in shotgun formation. Snowbarger. He's got two receivers out to his right, one to his left. On the right side, number 14, Jack Dossie. And number zero, Anthony Signs. Snaps away. Hands to Chamberlain. And Chamberlain is going nowhere. A loss of one. The Tigers' defensive line got in there. Look like Leo Hess in on the stop. Loss of one, bringing up third and nine for the Generals. Generals offense has had a tough time moving the football tonight. Only 31 total yards of offense. And here we go. Third and nine, big play for the Generals early in this game. Snowbarger, hard count, drops back, looks downfield. He's got pressure, kind of chucks it upfield, intended for number zero, Anthony Sines, and that pass is batted up by number 23, Isaiah Darson of the Mansfield senior T.Y. Tigers. Great pass deflection there. Snowbarger just kind of chucked up a prayer as he had a lot of pressure there by number 22, Lala Owens and company. We got a flag on the play. It looks like a sideline warning on the Tigers. But anyway, it's just a warning, so it won't change the fact that it's fourth and nine and the Generals will be punting it away to the Tigers. Yeah, a lot of commotion here on the sideline. But uh, just a warning. So fourth and nine. Number 19, Keontas Bradley back for the Tigers. And number 14, Jack Dossie on to punt for the Generals. So Tigers will look to get some good field position here. Dossie back. Runs up. Pooches it. That's a high punt. Catches Bradley, signals for a fair catch, and he catches it at the 29-yard line. It's a 34-yard punt there by Dossie, and the Tigers will take over on offense. So here we go. Big chance, chance to really, uh, really blow this one open here on this drive. 8.39 left in the second quarter. Tigers still lead 15 to 3. Reese in at quarterback. He's got Zion Brown in the backfield. Mar Davis and Countess Bradley out to his right. 
Makai Bradley lined up at tight end on the left. Hands to Brown. Brown up the left side, finds a gap in the hole in the line, takes it about to the 37-yard line. That's a gain of eight. So it'll be second and two for the Tigers offense. Clock running here. 8.20 and counting. Mar Davis and Bradley march out to the left side. Kai Bradley on the right. Zion Brown still in the backfield. Reese looks to the Tiger sideline. They signal in a play. Reese takes the snap. Hands to Brown again. Brown up the right side, and he looks like he got the fourth. Yep, he did. First down to the 40-yard line as Brown. Let's carry a three, and the chains move. So does the Tigers' offense. Yeah, Zion Brown, six carries for 29 yards tonight. Although a lot of, a lot of Tigers have ran the football. Duke Reese leads the rushing attack. Six carries, 73 yards. Reese takes the snap. Little shovel pass to Amar Davis. Amar Davis around the right side. Gets tripped up, but he's across the 50 in the general territory. But we got a flag on the play. Holding on the offense, so that one will come back. It was a gain of 14 yards, but the uh, penalty will negate that, and then some. So it'll be first and. Yep, first and 24. The ball moves back all the way to the Tigers' 31-yard line. So that's a killer to the Tigers' drive as they had a lot of momentum with the running. But Zion Brown's still in the backfield. Got Keontes Bradley and Jermaine Bradley out on the right side. Makai Bradley on the left. Sideline signals in the play. Reese and the shotgun. Motions Brown to his right. Drops back to pass. Looks downfield. He's got Lala, but he looks down and overshoots Jermaine Bradley. He was looking downfield about the general's 30-yard line, but that pass just sails over Bradley's head. And it'll bring up second and very long. Second and 24. So Tigers looking aggressive there with the uh, play call. Looking to go downfield. Here we go, second and 24. Keontes Bradley and Amar Davis march out to the left. Amar, Amar lined up inside Keontes Bradley. Reese with Brown behind him. Drops back again for the pass. Reese looks downfield. He's going to tuck it and run. Reese across the 30, across the 40. Slides down about the 43-yard line. Great idea, great decision there by Duke Reese. Tucks it, gains 19 yards. Yep, gain of 17. Bring up third and seven. So the Tigers. Keontes Bradley out to the right. Amar Davis out to the left. And Darson in at running back here. 
Reese fakes a handoff, rolls out to his left, chucks it downfield, intended for Amar Davis. Did he get his foot in? No, and the ref says he was out of bounds. But we got a flag on the field. It looks like maybe ineligible man downfield. Yeah, I'd say. That's number 57, Jaden Jones of the Tigers, all the way down to the 40-yard line. Maybe a little bit of a miscommunication there. It's just... I don't think he reported as eligible. Yeah, so they'll decline. It'll be fourth and seven. And it looks like the Tigers are going to punt. So Makai Bradley will punt it away for the Tigers. The ball is spotted at the 43. Number 28, Jeremiah Harper back to receive for the Generals. Bradley's punts away. It's a high booming kick right into Harper's hand. Signals for a fair catch, and he catches it at the 26-yard line where the Generals' offense led by Luke Snowbarger will take over. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Ricky Mills, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. So welcome back to Arlen Field. It's number six, A.J. Lakowski, and a quarterback for the Generals. He runs up the right side, and he's pushed out of bounds at the 33-yard line. There's a general down on the field. There's a gain of seven, so it'll be second and three. And I can't see which general is down here. And it'll be second and three for the generals. Number four. Tristan Walker down for the generals. He's a sophomore, 5'9", 145, wide receiver, defensive back. And he's up. He's limping off the field. So good to see he got up on the off, off the field on his own power. Both teams in a huddle here. Ref standing around talking. There's 5.49 left in the second quarter. Tigers lead 15-3. to And we the most recent score in this game came from Ricky Mills. It was a two-yard run with 10.22 left in the second quarter. So be sure to stick around for the halftime report. We'll get you some local scores and maybe some baseball action today. The postseason started for the MLB. A big win by the Cleveland Guardians over the Tampa Bay Rays. 2-1. to one. They lead that series 1-0. to nothing. So the offense for the Generals and the defense for the Tigers back on the field. Still Lukowski and its quarterback. Hands it to Chamberlain. And he goes absolutely nowhere. The Tigers defensive line is just dominating Worcester's offensive line tonight. Loss of two yards. So it'll bring up third and five from the 31. <laughs> I'm 
Nick being wrong, yeah. So the generals are in a huddle. Uh, Nick can't defend himself right now. Uh, he might be listening down on the sidelines. We don't know. So Lukowski takes a snap, fakes a handoff to Chamberlain, rolls out to his right. Bradley in pursuit, and Bradley, Makai Bradley, will throw him down for a huge loss on the play. Pressure also on the play by Leo Hess. Big sack for the Tigers. Loss of 11 yards, bringing up fourth. Fourth? Nope, not a loss of 11. Loss of nine. All right, so to bring up fourth and 14. And not a, not a clear spot there by the refs. We've seen a couple of questionable spots here. It's two weeks in a row that the Tigers have had to deal with that. Is that Dossie into punt? It is. Jack Dossie into punt for Worcester. Punts away. Countess Bradley. Fair catch. Jack Dossie's punt caught by Bradley at the Tigers' 44-yard line where they will take over on offense with 4.15 left here in the second quarter. Big opportunity to blow this game open. We said earlier on the last drive, but just an unfortunate set of penalties with the Ineligible man downfield and the holding penalties. So it is important to note that the Generals will receive the ball when we come out from halftime. So it's a big opportunity here for the Tigers. Blow this game open and have a comfortable lead going into the locker room. Duke Reese in at quarterback. Brown behind him. Reese hands off to Brown. Brown runs straight up the middle. Looks like he maybe got a gain of one on the play. Good pressure there by the defensive line. Linebackers for the Generals filled the gaps. So it'll be second and nine for the Tigers. Deontay O'Brien. And it looks like Amar Davis. No. Deontay O'Brien and Jermaine Bradley out on the left. Reese takes a snap. Hands to Brown. Brown up the left. Looks like he got it to the 50. 49 is the, the spot. Gain of four, bringing up third and five. For the Tigers, well, Owens marches into the game. Zion Brown comes out. Darson in the backfield. And out marches Jermaine Bradley. In comes Amar Davis. In comes Keontas Bradley. And out goes Giante O'Brien. So we got Keontas Bradley out on the left, Amar Davis on the right. Lala Owens is lined up on the line inside to the right of the right tackle. Reese fakes the handoff, looks downfield. He's got Makai Bradley for a first down across the into General's territory, across the 40-yard line. Still hasn't been brought down. It takes a herd of Generals to take down Makai Bradley, but a big first down on third and five, and the Tigers are in General territory. 2.50 left on the clock here in the second quarter. Clock is running. Spotted at the 38-yard line. There you go. Gain of 13 on the play. Great fake handoff. Nice rollout. Found his man open downfield. Makai Bradley. Great pass by Reese. So Reese with Darson. Moves Darson to his right. Pitches it out to Darson. Darson's got a heap of blockers in front of him. Hits a hole across the 40, across the 35. 
down to the 33. Gain of five on the play, so second and five. Coming up, Makai Bradley comes off the field. Got Lala Owens. Amar Davis coming to the right side of the field. Keontas Bradley out wide on the left. Number three, Jermaine Bradley comes into the game. Reese with... Uh, Reese has Darson on his hip. A lot of time has ran off here, but we got 140 left in the second. Reese takes the handoff, hands off to Darson. Darson, little jersey tug, but it looks like he got the ball to the 26 on the run. Another first down for the Tigers. Clock will run here. 132 on the clock. The officials start it. Got Amar Davis. Keontas Bradley on the right side. Lala Owens and Aaron Thornton on the left. Reese hands off to Darson. Darson couldn't find a hole. Picks up a gain of zero. So bring second and ten, and we're going to have a timeout by the Tigers. So they'll have a they'll be facing a second and ten with 113 left in the second quarter. It's the Tigers 15. The General Three, you're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 4346. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Amar Davis, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels. Just a reminder, next Friday night, October 14th, the TY Tigers are back in action at Arlem Field when they host the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets in an OCC matchup. Coverage begins before 7 o'clock on GoTigers.com. So welcome back to Arlen Field. With 1.13 left on the clock in the second quarter, the Tigers face the second and 10. Got three receivers out to the left. Looks like Owens. Reese, Reese drops back, looks downfield. He's got a wide open receiver. That's Amar Davis. Amar Davis makes a catch inside the 10 yard line. Tackled by a general at the nine. It'll bring up first and goal. Tigers are moving quick. 18 yard reception there. By Davis. Ricky Mills in the backfield. Reese. Got Amar Davis out to the right. Takes a snap, drops back. Looks to Davis. In the corner of the end zone. Oh, and that ball was nearly intercepted by number 15 of the Generals, Michael Wright. Good attempt there by the Generals, but luckily it falls incomplete with 51 seconds left on the clock. Second and goal coming up for the Tigers. We got Lala Owens, Keontas Bradley, and it looks like Giante O'Brien lined up and trips to the left. Amar Davis, single set on the right. Ricky Mills in the backfield takes a handoff, hits a hole, and he stumbles down at the five yard, at the six yard line is going to be the spot. We got a timeout. Worcester. Interesting. Forty-five seconds left on the clock. Worcester takes a timeout. We'll keep it here. We'll have scores from around the OCC and around the area coming up at halftime. 
Let's see if we can get anything up now. The big matchup in Millersburg as the Arrows take on West Holmes. Shouldn't be close, but Tigers hoping for West Holmes to be knocked, knocked out to bring them back into the OCC race. We've got a scoring update from Millersburg. West Holmes leads the Arrows 28 to 10. And that's all we have currently. Oh, and Madison. Madison looking for their first win of the season under Scott Valentine. Leads the Mount Vernon Yellow, Jacket, Yellow Jackets, who we will see next week, 21 to nothing. So Madison looking to pick up a big win. Uh, change of the guard there. And in New Philadelphia, our sister station, uh, VSPN Lexington. They trail New Philadelphia 7 to nothing at halftime. So really not many games are close. So the Tigers offense is back on the field. Yate O'Brien, Lala Owens on the right, Countess Bradley and Amar Davis on the left, Ricky Mills in the backfield, Reese. Motions O'Brien, takes the snap. Drops back, looks to Lala Owens in the corner of the end zone. He goes up for it, and pass was broken up by Anthony Sines of the Generals. Great idea there by the Tigers, but just unable to get enough air under it as Reese, and the pass falls short. So it'll bring up a fourth and goal, and in comes Sean Putt for the, extra, er, for the uh, field goal attempt here. Looks like... Looks like a 24-yard attempt coming up. Sean Putt, there's currently no wind. Reese the hold. Here's the snap, the hold. Putt's kick is up. And it splits the uprights with 36 seconds left. In the second quarter, the Tigers lead the Generals by a score of 18-3. to You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. So welcome back to Arlen Field. Been giving uh, Bruce the PA announcer some scoring updates there. So West Holmes actually just scored again, and the score is now 35 to 10. So West Holmes with a big lead in the second quarter for the Knights. Not looking good for the Arrows. West Holmes definitely the clear favorite to win the OCC. And they might just do it with a win at, over Ashland. So Sean Putt in for the kickoff. It kicks away, squibbed up the right side, and that ball goes out of bounds. I think that's probably the last thing you want to do with 30 seconds left in the second quarter. And that 
Yeah, that ball will come up to the 35, so decent field positioning here for Worcester, but Worcester also only has 27 yards of total offense, so that would barely get them across the 50. And the Tigers, on the other hand, have 254 yards of total offense, including 205 rushing yards. That's the second straight week with 200-plus rushing yards in the first half. So Snowbarger's back in at quarterback for the Generals. Mikowski will take a seat. He's got Chamberlain behind him. Two receivers out to his right. He drops back, looks to the right, hits number 80. That is Ethan Shelter, who marches out of bounds at the 39-yard line. So it'll bring up second and six. Four-yard gain on the pass. 30 seconds left on the clock. With this little time on the clock, it's going to take a lot more than a four-yard four play to get, get some points. But uh, yeah. Snowbarger drops back, looks downfield, takes a deep shot up the right side. That's number 13. He catches it, Bronson Morgan, but he's out of bounds. So we have third and six. Great coverage there by Amar Davis, and it looked like uh, Isaiah Darson was also in on coverage there. So third and six coming up. 23 seconds left here in the first half. Tigers lead 18-3. to three. The Generals are on their own 39-yard line. Third and six. So snowberger has got three receivers out to his left, one to his right, and Chamberlain in the backfield. Drops back. Looks downfield. Chucks it down just beyond the reach of number zero, Anthony Signs. So that'll bring up fourth down. Fourth down and six, that is, with 15 seconds left in the first half. So the Tigers might have an opportunity to take a shot and get some more points here. Tigers will receive the ball to start the third quarter. So the Tigers will get the ball coming out at halftime. Jack Dossie on a punt for the Generals. Runs up, kicks it. That is a high punt. Countess Bradley in on the return. Oh, and that takes a Tiger bounce back to the – it hit at the 32 and bounced back all the way to the 40. A 20-yard punt for Dossie, and the Tigers will take over here with five seconds left in the first half. Yep, I think the Tigers will probably just take a knee here and go into the half and go into the locker room with a 15-point lead. The ball is spotted at the 40-yard line, where it will be first and 10 for the Tigers, who are huddled up here at the 35-yard line. So Reese marches out. So Duke Reese in the shotgun. He's got split receivers. Sends Amar Davis out to the left. So trips left. So they're going to take a shot here. Reese steps up and he's going to be sacked. And that is how we will end the first half. So with your score at halftime from Arlen Field, it's the Mansfield Senior TY Tigers 18. 
the Worcester Generals three. And we'll take a break and we'll be back with a halftime show. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal, too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419-689-4346. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. And welcome back to Arlen Field as it is halftime, and the Tigers lead the Generals by a score 18-3. But before we run into the stats report, we have the Mansfield Youth Football League out on the field. And... Uh, Chokey Bradley, before he went into the locker room, made it a point to high-five every single player. So that is how you build a program right there, folks. Let's jump into the stats. So first, the scoring report. It was first putt, Sean Putt, with a 33-yard field goal with 9.31 left in the first quarter. That got the Tigers on the board. The score was 3 to nothing. And then Worcester answered with a Jacob Russell 35-yard field goal with 6.32 left in the first tying the game up at three, and since then it has been all Tigers. It was a Duke Reese 56-yard run on a read option where he made a great pull and ran all the way down for a big score with 541 left in the first quarter. That was a quick response to the Worcester field goal. Tigers took a 93 lead, and then Ricky Mills in the second quarter with 1022 left, a two-yard run. The PAT was, or the two-point attempt was no good, and that made it 15 to three. And most recently, Sean Putt with a 24-yard field goal with 30 seconds, 36 seconds left in the second quarter. And that's where we stand at 18-3. to 
So for the Generals, Seth Chamberlain rushing. He has eight carries, 15 yards, as long as 13 yards. So <laughs> a lot of, lot of lost yardage, but uh, that one big run, really the majority of his rushing yards. Luke Snowbarger, two completions on eight attempts for 19 yards. And receiving, Michael Howman-Williams, one catch for 15 yards. Ethan Shelter, one catch for four yards. Jack Dossey has done a pretty good job punting tonight for the Worcester Generals. Four punts, 138 yards for an average of 34 and a half. His long was 49. And for the Tigers, it's Duke Reese leading the rushing attack. Eight carries, 85 yards. Isaiah Darson, six carries, 51 yards. Zion Brown, eight carries, 34 yards. And Ricky Mills, four carries, 34 yards, and a touchdown. And passing Duke Reese, five completions on 10 attempts for 49 yards. Receiving for the Tigers, Amar Davis, three receptions, 32 yards, averaging 10.7 a catch. Keontes Bradley, one catch, four yards. Makai Bradley, one catch, 13 yards. Sean Putt, a is averaging 25.8 yards on the kickoff. Total offense here for the Tigers, 27 carries, 200 rushing yards, five pass completions, 49 yards. Total yards of offense, 249 yards. Uh, one drive was uh, negated by penalties. There were two penalties on one drive for the Tigers, which totaled 25 yards. Um, the Worcester Generals, 19 plays, only two first downs tonight, 11 carries, 12 rushing yards. Two completions, 19 passing yards for 31 total yards of offense for the Generals. So a rough time for the Generals. Time of possession, the Tigers are dominating this one. 15-11. They've held the ball for 15 minutes and 11 seconds. And the Worcester Generals have held the ball for 8 minutes and 49 seconds. So that's where we stand, and we'll uh, turn to a little halftime college football report here on GoTigers.com. Tonight's halftime report is brought to you by the law firm of Romy Foster Miller Eric. Welcome back to the halftime report. I'm Nick Michaels. Let's get into our college football segment. Here's some of the matchups happening Saturday, October the 8th. Tomorrow should be some decent ones this weekend. Let's start off in the Big Ten. The number four team in the land, the Michigan Wolverines, will make the trip over to Bloomington to take on the Indiana Hoosiers, who are 3-2, and two, um, unranked, 1-1 one one in Big Ten play. The Wolverines are 5-0, and 2-0 oh, oh in the Big Ten. Uh, right now, Vegas has a 22-point spread for the Wolverines. I would agree with that, and I think the Wolverines, uh, they kind of struggled at times with Iowa last week, but they were able to get pull ahead and cover last week against the Hawkeyes. I think they will. This week, Michigan should win by actually four touchdowns. I'll have them winning by 28. That is at noon on Fox. Also at noon uh, on ESPN, number eight, Tennessee travels down to Death Valley to take on the LSU Bayou Tigers. Four and one versus four and zero, oh, and the four and zero oh Vols are red hot right now. Hooker, the quarterback, is playing out of his mind. Um, he has twelve hundred yards and eight touchdowns. I like this kid a lot. The Daniels quarterback. Um, he runs a lot for LSU. He doesn't necessarily have the greatest arm, but I think Tennessee's rush defense is pretty good as well, so I think that uh, they were able to keep that Florida quarterback in check despite the late little run there and garbage time at the end by the Gators last week. Tennessee should win this one on the road. I like the Vols. Uh, the spread is only three, but I think Tennessee wins by four in this one. Also at noon on FS1, it is number 17 TCU. 
as they travel to number 19, Kansas. Oh, my goodness. When was the last time Kansas had a good football team? You'd have to go back to the Mark Mangino days back in the early 2000s um, when the Jayhawks were relevant in football. They're 5-0, 2-0 in the Big 12. And game day is actually going to Lawrence, Kansas for the first time ever. So that's a big deal for them to have that. And uh, the Jayhawks are the underdog, though, by 7 but not so fast, my friend. TCU's pretty good. They beat Oklahoma. Give me the Jayhawks in the upset. Um, I think that if you're going to bet on this one, you really have to take the points. And uh, that way, if TCU does win, you still get seven points. But I like the Jayhawks. I think they're going to win this one. It's, uh, it's pretty cool what's going on in Lawrence right now. So I love the momentum. Uh, Arkansas travels to number 23, Mississippi State. The mad scientist... Uh, Coach Leach, um, former Texas Tech coach, I think they win. Uh, the Bulldogs are 4-1, and one and they're a 9.5-point favorite at home. South Florida is at Cincinnati. That's at 2.30 p.m. on ESPN+. And then you have Auburn and Georgia. I think Georgia steamrolls Auburn. The point the point spread is only 30 points, but I think the Bulldogs win by 40. They're going to get back on track and take care of business. Two sloppy back-to-back performances with Kent State and uh, Missouri. Bulldogs will be focused, and Kirby Smart will have them ready to play. Georgia shines in this one. Big. Texas Tech at number seven, Oklahoma State. This seems like uh, Texas Tech just beat Texas. They have a lot of momentum. Mike Gundy is due for his big, uh uh-oh, slip-up game. Every year he has that one game where they're undefeated, and, you know, they're playing at home, and they get upset by Kansas State, by Texas Tech, by Texas, whoever. I think Oklahoma State wins, but it's closer than the experts think. Nine and a half point is the spread. I think a two-point win by the Cowboys. Watch out, Texas Tech. That's an upset upset alert game. Uh, Red Raiders could possibly steal one there in uh, Stillwater. Number 11, Utah travels to 18, UCLA. Number 3, Ohio State, 5-0, 2-0 in the Big Ten East. Um, against the Michigan State uh, Spartans, who were 2-3, and 0-2. Oh Shout out to Angelo Gross, who is in the top three, I believe, in tackling for Sparty. Um, he's been the one bright spot for them, but offensively they're just completely um, anemic and just, ugh. It's, it's just really ugly to watch them play offense, Michigan State. Ohio State is a 27-point favorite. Ohio State isn't very good against the spread this year. They've only covered, I think, once or twice. So um, I do think it won't be a 40-point blowout, but I can see 25 to 30 points. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't cover here just because it is a a rivalry game with Michigan State, and it's up there in Spartan Stadium. I hope Angelo Gross has a big game, though. Let's hope he has a pick six. I know Buckeye fans, but if it's Angelo, it's okay. Trust me. Um, so Ohio State should win that one. Number nine, Ole Miss at Vanderbilt. That would be ugly. Uh, Vanderbilt's really bad. Washington travels to Arizona State. Clemson is at Boston College. Washington State at number six, USC. The Gamecocks of South Carolina will make the trip to Lexington to take on the Wildcats of Kentucky. Kentucky coming off that tough loss last week. I think they'll bounce back against the Gamecocks. BYU is at Notre Dame. Army travels to Wake Forest. Kansas State at Iowa State. Texas A&M 3-2 at number 1 Alabama. If Texas A&M hadn't been in the slump the last couple of games, I would be hesitant to pick Texas A&M, but Alabama's favored by 24 at home, I think, roll tide in this one. Uh, Texas A&M was able to get the win at Kyle Field last year, but that was last year. 
Uh, Bryce Young's playing so well, and I think Alabama has no problem in this one. It might be close for a while, but Alabama will pull away, and I think they could possibly even cover. Uh, Florida State is at NC State. Uh, that's at 8 o'clock. The Alabama game, if you're wondering, is on CBS at 8 o'clock against Texas A&M. 9 o'clock Pac-12 network. We have Oregon at Arizona is our final matchup. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of the halftime report brought to you by, brought to you by RFME. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal, too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP electricofoh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor on vsbn radio want a chance to win forty eight hundred dollars then come to firefighter bingo on fourth street in mansfield and play their most popular game the horse race doors open at 4 p.m with early bird games starting at 6 30 p.m thursday friday and saturday located inside of the mansfield fire museum they offer a full concession stand you must be 18 or older to play That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field, where the Tiger band is on the field playing September. And we take a look. Before we hit local scores, let's look at the MLB. The MLB started its postseason today. And the first game of the day, you saw the Cleveland Guardians beat the Tampa Bay Rays 2-1. to one. It was a Jose Ramirez two-run home run that was the difference maker in that one. Shane Bieber with an excellent outing. And then next, the Phillies and Cardinals played. The Phillies beat the Cardinals 6-3. to three. And the Phillies were trailing 2 to nothing going into the top of the ninth inning, scored six runs to win that game over the St. Louis Cardinals. So they lead the series 1 to nothing. And then the Mariners in Toronto went in and beat the Blue Jays 4 to nothing. It was Luis Cal- Louis Cal- Castillo with a fantastic outing on the shutout. 
He went seven and a third, only six hits and five strikeouts. And currently the Padres and Mets are playing. So uh, ex-Guardian slash Indian Francisco Lindor not doing too hot there in uh, New York. And so we hit up some local scores at halftime in Millersburg. That's the West Holmes Knights, 35, Ashland Arrows, 17. So the Arrows will look for a second-half comeback there. Um, Madison leads Mount Vernon still by a score of 21 to nothing in the second quarter. And New Philadelphia leads Lexington at halftime, 7 to nothing. Norway, 52, Chippewa, 0. That one's at halftime. That one will have a running clock in the whole second half. Tiffin, Columbia, 21, Bellevue, 14. Clyde leads Sandusky, 24 to nothing. Port Clinton leads Willard, 49 to 7. Orville trails Cuyahoga Valley Christian, 24 to 21. Clear Fork leads Marion Harding by a score of 28 to nothing. That game's at halftime. Colonel Crawford leads Winford by a score of 35 to 7. The Mapleton Mounties lead South Central by a score of 30 to 19 at halftime. Uh, Fredericktown leads East Knox in the third quarter by a score of 12 to nothing. Sadusky Perkins leads the Norwalk Truckers by a score of 14 to 7. That game is at halftime, and this is a weird score. Seneca East leads Mohawk by a score of 8 to 6 at halftime. Ontario and Pleasant are tied 7 to 7 at the half. Western Reserve leads Monroeville 34 to nothing. Hillsdale leads Waynedale 22 to nothing. And Dalton leads Rittman 35 to 0. So that's all we got for local scores. We're going to take a quick break, and Nick will be back to get you ready for the second half. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcasts. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. 
Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal, too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP electricofoh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor on vsbn radio want a chance to win forty eight hundred dollars then come to firefighter bingo on fourth street in mansfield and play their most popular game the horse race doors open at 4 p.m with early bird games starting at 6 30 p.m thursday friday and saturday located inside of the mansfield fire museum they offer a full concession stand you must be 18 or older to play That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Coach Chioki Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels. Just a reminder, next Friday night, October 14th, the TY Tigers are back in action at Arlem Field when they host the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets in an OCC matchup. Coverage begins before 7 o'clock on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels to start the third quarter here, 18-3. Mansfield Sr. over the Generals. Thank you to Aiden Chandler for calling the second quarter. What a wonderful job he did. And I am back. Sorry, folks, you got to put up with me for at least another quarter. I don't know if Aiden told you, but uh, I will not be here next week. So Aiden is kind of learning the ropes tonight, making sure he gets everything down and he's comfortable and ready to rock and roll as the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets invade Arlen Field next Friday night. Uh, our coverage will start at a special new time next week, 6.50 p.m., right before kickoff. Uh, Aiden will have the call for you. I'm excited for him, too, so make sure you tune in next Friday night to hear his uh, wonderful voice, and uh, you won't have to put up with me for a week. So I know John's looking forward to towards the break with me not being here next week. So 
Should be uh, should be a fun night too. I think it's senior night here at Arlen Field, and uh, Makai, Leo, Ricky, uh, Keontes, Aaron Thornton, and the whole gang. You know, one last time officially in the regular season playing here at Arlen Field. As far as the playoffs go, though, uh, Mansell Senior is locked in for a home playoff game. So, especially inking the win tonight, they could have at least two playoff games with the new playoff uh, format system of uh, 16 teams. And then if you're in the uh, just depending on where you're ranked there, you could get that second home playoff game in the first two rounds. So They did last year. We got uh, Lexington in the first round and then uh, Padua, uh, yeah, Padua in the second. So, But we are ready to rock and roll here. About 15 seconds from the kickoff. Hey, John. I saw that. I'm number one. That was the <laughs> and uh, apologies, uh, Mansell Sr. got the ball to start the game, so the Tigers will kick off here to start the third quarter as Worcester won the toss and they deferred. So Sean Putt's going to kick it off. I can't believe eight weeks into the season already, folks. I know I say this every week, but my goodness. The season just flies by, and I feel like basketball just drags, and it's just long and miserable. Everyone gets sick, and, you know, you're just ready for winter to be over with. We never get a chance to really fully appreciate the fall in the football season. All right, so Mr. Putt getting ready to kick things off as he has teed up the ball, and he's trotting back, and we're ready to rock and roll. Tigers kicking into the wind. Pooch kick picked up by the Generals to the 40 to the 45, and he's close to midfield. That's Williams Howell on the return. Howman Williams, excuse me. I'll get it right eventually. I'm a little rusty being off in that second quarter. No, no remark, John. So the Generals will have the ball right at midfield to start their drive here in the third quarter. At last, uh, I heard West Holmes was up 28-10. to 10. I'm not sure if that has changed at all, but West Holmes in cruise control. And the Madison Rams were ahead 21-0 to 0 over Mount Vernon. Here we go. First and 10, bot snap. And the quarterback, Snowbarger, and I think actually the running back caught that one. It was tipped off the hands of Snowbarger and uh, – the, the running back, Michael Howman williams was able to save that one. It's going to be a loss of two on the play. Back to the 48-yard line of Worcester. Shout out to the one and only Mark Hink, baby. What's up, buddy? Go Bills. Listening in from beautiful Buffalo, New York. Second and 12 from the 48-yard line. Generals have it in their own territory. Pistol set. Here's the snap. Fake handoff. 
Snowbarger rolls to the right side, tosses up an ugly floater, but it's caught by uh, Williams. Williams, he's to the 20, to the 10, and he is going to run into the end zone for a Worcester touchdown. I'll tell you what, a broken play, broken coverage by the Tiger defense, uh, and I'm sure Coach Adams is not going to be happy when he watches that one on film. And just like that, Worcester is back in at 18-9, 11 minutes to play here in the third quarter. A little bit. It kind of looked like a wheel route there as uh, Hammond Williams just got in motion and he curled towards the inside and turned the corner and then he was wide open and it wasn't uh, a pretty ball, but it was, he was able to catch it and he took it off. And took off, I can't talk, and he scored. Eighteen to nine. Eleven minutes to play here in the third quarter. Worcester lined up. For two here, pistol set. Hellman Williams is the running back. Here's the snap. Snowbarger bootlegs towards the right side, throws into the end zone, and it is caught. And it is caught by Caleb Scott, the senior for Coach Holter. So with 11 minutes to play in the third quarter, makes it a, a seven-point game here, folks. Don't go anywhere. Mansfield Senior 18, Worcester 11. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Ricky Mills, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. At the end of tonight's game, if the Tigers are victorious, we will have the Hills-Heisman presentation for the most outstanding player in our post-game show, so stay tuned for that, and the winner will receive a T-shirt courtesy of Hills Landscaping and VSBN Radio. Hey, everyone, Nick Michaels off the 52-yard touchdown pass from... Snowbarger to Hellman Williams, making it 18 to 11 here in favor of the Tigers. And Russell pooches it off to the far side, and it's muffed. And a Tiger falls on it. And that was Aaron Thornton who muffed it, and he was luckily it kind of bounced to where he could just fall right on top of it. And he was able to save the day around the 35. We'll see where they officially spot this, but. And it does look like the 36, and it is. So first and 10 Tigers as they try to answer that Worcester touchdown out of the locker room off the wheel route. <clears throat> Pistol set for Duke Reese, one receiver on the far side, one on the near. The back behind him, I believe, is Zion Brown. First and 10 from their own 36. Taking his time. Now here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion. Tried to run a counter towards the near side off the far hash mark. And he's going to lose a yard back to the 35-yard line. As Worcester blows that play up there, about three generals were there to greet him. Tonight, uh, running the football, Duke Reese leads the way, eight rushes, 85 yards. Zion Brown, eight rushes, only 34 yards. 
But for the second week in a row, Mansell Sr. has over 200 yards rushing in the first half. Back-to-back weeks. Here's a screen pass on second down to the near side. Amar made a man miss, 45. He's the midfield and pushed out of bounds on the near sideline into general territory around the 49. That's enough for a first and 10 for Mansfield Senior. Jeremiah Harper on the stop for Worcester. 16-yard gain for Amar Davis. He has four catches, 48 yards. Duke is 7-11 tonight, passing for 61 yards. Reese back to pass throws on the near side. It's caught by Lala to the 30 and inside of the 30. First and 10, Mansell Sr. on the near sideline. They're going to spot that around the 28-yard line. 21-yard gain. Tell you what, Duke Reese playing very well tonight. He could be our first ever two-time Hills Heisman winner. Pistol set. Brown is the back. Here's the snap. First and ten. Duke Reese throws middle of the field. And incomplete. Almost catching that in stride was Nate Dismuke. Bruce trying to throw me off tonight. Second and 10 now from the Worcester 28-yard line. T.Y. has the football. As they're marching, pistol set again. One receiver on the far side, one on the near. Amar's on the near. Here's the snap, hands it off to Zion, who slipped and falls. No gain on the play right at the 28. Turf Monster got him there. Good to see Lala Owens getting involved in the passing game. He's been very quiet on offense this year. He's been pretty solid on the defensive side of the football. He had a fumble recovery and a pick six last week. Pistol set on third and ten. And we have a flag here as the ball was snapped. Dead ball. Ball start on the Tigers. That's going to move the ball back to the 33-yard line. Eight fifty-five to play, third quarter. Eighteen to eleven, Mansfield Senior over Worcester. So it's third and fifteen now from the 33 of Worcester. Pistol set again. This time Tigers are showing trips on the far side. One on the near. A man on the near is Amar. And Darson is the back. Here's the snap, third down. Duke under pressure, and he's going to be sacked. And the Worcester defense does their job in blowing up that play for Worcester was number 22, Julian Franklin. Nine-yard loss brings up fourth and long, very long, for the Tigers, and they're forced to punt it. And this time, Sean Putt is trotting onto the field. No Makai Bradley. So they're going to go with the short-range punt here. Try to get a little tiger roll. Now they're switching. <laughs> now Makai's running onto the field. So Makai to punt. Jeremiah Harper back to receive. High snap. 
Gets it off, and it's a beautiful kick by Mikhail. Let's see if it falls dead here, and it's going to be caught inside of the 10, returning it to the 15, to the 20, across the 25, and a nasty hit there. On the return was 28, Jeremiah Harper. Carmelo Smith on the stop for the T.Y. Tigers. So 20-yard return. The ball is going to be spotted at the 28-yard line. So now Worcester is back in the game here. They're down a touchdown. Plenty of time left here in the second half. 7.43 to play in the third. Snowbarger is the quarterback. See who's behind him, the, the running back. Fake handoff. Snowbarger back to pass. Throws it near sideline. Ugly floater. 50-50 ball. Amar Davis drops the interception. The receiver collided with him, and it threw Amar off. It was intended the pass for Bronson Morgan, but Amar Davis had the interception in his hands, and I think because of the contact with the receiver, it threw him off. Causing him to, causing for the ball to slip out of his hand. That was close. I'm telling you that contact with the receiver threw him off there. Second and ten from the 28. Pistol set again. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Williams. Runs with the football towards the far side. And he's across the 30, up to about the 35-yard line. Seven-yard gain. It's going to be third and three. Man, that third, that interception would have been huge. Would have made a short field, too, as Amar would have caught that around the 45, and he would have had to room to run there had he gotten his feet back. Seven minutes to play and counting, third quarter. Third and three from the general 35-yard line. Pistol set again. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back, Hellman Williams. Did not get the first down. He was across the 35, up to about the 37. So it's a gain of two, fourth and one. And this is a tough call when you're in uh, your own territory here. See what Coach Holter does here. So far they're lined up to go for it. Fourth and one here, and the Generals are going for it, deep in their own territory still at the 37. Here's the snap. Hands it off. That's 20, the running back. I don't think he got there. And it's close. Homer Williams on the carry, and he just gets it. Literally just gets it. So first and 10, the gamble pays off by Austin Holder. That was a huge call and a game changer here in this game with six minutes to play and counting in the third quarter. It's 18 to 11, Mansfield Senior. They were up by as many as 15 in this one. Pistol set. One receiver on the far, one on the near. Here's the snap. Fake handoff, back to pass, and that Snowberger throws middle of the field, and it's caught. 45, spins, makes a man miss. He's running towards the far sideline inside of the 40-yard line. On the reception is Caleb Scott. He has a Worcester first down as the Generals are now in Mansfield territory. 
That's one thing about this Worcester team. You can never count them out. They are so scrappy. They always play hard, and they are always very well coached. Caleb Scott delivering there. So he was open in the middle of the field and uses his athleticism to get inside of the 40, down to the 37, first and 10 generals. Here's the snap, hands it off to the running back, runs up the middle is Michael Hellman-Williams for a short gain to about the 36-yard line. One-yard gain, second and nine. The good news is the clock continues the roll here. Bad news is we need to stop. Kill this momentum here. Pistol set, hands it off to Hellman Williams, who runs towards the far side. The Tigers are able to keep him in check for a small gain across the 35 down to about the 33. Three-yard run. Third and six upcoming. So, four minutes to play now. Big third down here, third and six from the Pistols. Two receivers on the near, one on the far. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Hellman. I'm sorry, that's a new running back. That is Chamberlain. Runs up the middle. He's close. Inside of the 30, down to about the 28. Very close, and I think it's going to be fourth down again, and it will be fourth and one. So I imagine they, they had the ball on their own 37-yard line the last time, and they'll go for it again here. <clears throat> At the 20, now they're saying the 28-yard line. Fourth and one. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Chamberlain. Runs up the middle, and I don't think he got it. On the stop is Makai Bradley. What a huge stop for the senior. And I'll tell you what I told Makai before the game. I said, dude. This is your time and your turn to get the T-shirt. And, boy, what a big play there by Makai Bradley. Loss of one to the so loss of one. Back to the 28-yard line. First and 10, Mansell Sr. takes over on downs. And Mansell Sr. will take over on downs. First and 10 from their own 29-yard And uh, so far tonight, Makai Bradley has nine total tackles. He has half a sack, one and a half tackles for loss. Three receivers for the Tigers, first and ten from their own 29-yard line. Th three receivers on the far side, one on the near side. And the play clock was running low, so Mansfield Sr. calls a timeout. 3.23 to play here in the third quarter. It is Mansfield Sr. 18, Worcester 11. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal too. Call 419 689 4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 4346. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Amar Davis, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. At the end of tonight's game, I'll select the B, the Hills Heisman player of the game, and uh, we'll receive a T-shirt courtesy of Hills Landscaping and VSPN Radio. 
So stay tuned for that in the post-game show. Will we have a first-time ever two-time winner of the Hills Heisman, or will it be someone new? Quarterback, keeper up the middle. There's Duke, 40. He's at the 45, checks back in towards the near sideline and runs out of bounds into Worcester territory around the 45-yard line. 26-yard run by the quarterback, Duke Reese, and I'll tell you what, he's having a ball game tonight. 10 rushes, 102 yards for the quarterback. He is 8-13 of 13 tonight for 82 yards. Duke Reese, what a performance. First and 10, Tigers pistol set. Brown is the back. Here's the snap. Throws near sideline. Amar spins. Made a man miss. Still in bounds. Toe tapping on the sideline here. And I think he has a first down. He's inside of the 35. <laughs> Dodging tacklers and the out of bounds marker. What a play there by Amar using his athleticism. Gain of 12, first and 10, Mansell Sr. Pistol set again, it is Zion. Two rece three receivers on the far side. Here's the snap, Duke back to pass. He's going to run up the middle, and he slides for a short gain down close to the 31-yard line. One-yard run for Duke. Uh, second and nine here. Trips receivers on the far side. Uh, one receiver on the near side. Brown is the back. Here's the snap out of the pistol. And Zion runs up the middle. Has room to run 30. He's at the 20. Inside of the 20 and brought down. Or inside of the 15-yard line around the 14. Big run there by the running back. Walker on the stop. 18-yard run for Zion. Tiger offense is cooking here as we approach the two-minute marker here in the third quarter. Pistol set first and 10, trips on the far side. Here's the snap, quarterback keeper, and he tried to run a counter, and he is finally down, and I don't know if he got much at all there on that one. No gain, so it's going to be second and 10. Ball spotted at the 14-yard line. Second and 10, same formation. Here's the snap. Duke's back to pass. Throws. End zone. Near side. Overthrew his man. Incomplete. Believe it was intended for Amar Davis. Good coverage by the generals there. Just couldn't quite hit. Just couldn't quite hit his man there. Duke missed the throw. Nick Michaels on the call. Mansfield Sr. is currently leading 18-11. to 11. 120 to play here in the third quarter over Worcester. It is third and 10 from the general 14-yard line. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Zion up the middle for a no gain and actually a loss of one now back to the 15. And now Sean Putt getting a workout tonight, and he'll trot back onto the field. Trying to attempt his – he will attempt his third field goal. Made the first two. So 32-yard field goal attempt. Duke Reese to hold. Sean Putt just achieved his 100-point mark in his career. 
a couple of weeks ago. Snap the hold, kick is up, and it splits the uprights. Sean Putt, old reliable, makes it a two-possession game. 21 to 11, Mansfield Senior, 39 seconds to play here in the third quarter. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have more action here from Arlen Field. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field off the 32-yard field goal by Sean Putt, his third on the evening. He's been busy. Mansell Sr. now makes it a two-possession game with 39 seconds to play here in the third quarter, 21-11. to 11. Tigers trying to improve to 6-2 and two on the year. With six minutes to play in the ballgame, Lexington tying it up with New Philly, so... A low-scoring 7-7 tie game there. Here's the pooch kick to the Generals to the 40. Adds Hellman Williams on the return across the 45-yard line to about the 46. 34 seconds to play in the third quarter. First and 10 Generals. And it looks like uh, the running back is down for the Generals, Hellman Williams. Well, we have a stop and play once again, as I just mentioned. It was 6.49 to play in the ball game. Lexington tying the game with New Philly at 7 apiece. Well, in all honesty, it really doesn't matter who wins that game because we defeated both teams. So it's big for Lexington because Lexington was the 16th team in the region. So they really needed this win tonight heading in. Nick uh, Lazier and Corey Durbin have the call on fearthevillage.com. Here's what's coming up next week on our airwaves. This is Nick Michaels. Just a reminder, next Friday night, October 14th, the TY Tigers are back in action at Arlem Field when they host the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets in an OCC matchup. Coverage begins before 7 o'clock on GoTigers.com. And my man, Aiden Chandler, who will be back for the fourth quarter, he'll be back next week calling the game for me as I am on assignment next week. So thank you to him for filling in for me next week. And I know John Davis will miss me dearly, but he'll get over it. So back here at Arlen Field, 34 seconds to play here in the third quarter. What, the touchdown? So the 56-yard touchdown run by Duke Reese is the longest run of the season, John Davis just telling me, for the Tigers. First and 10 out of the pistol. I believe that's Chamberlain in the back. Here's the snap. Loose ball popped out of the hands of Snowberger. He is wrestling. Loose ball, fumble, and Tigers say they have it, and they do. Ahmad Thomas. Tink Thomas on the recovery for the Tigers. He had a huge game back at New Philly a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he delivers there, getting a turnover. And that's the first turnover of the ball game, too. That's kind of hard to believe that's the first turnover. This game has been sloppy at times. you think you'd have more turnovers, but that's the first.
So first and 10 Tigers, they have the ball at the Worcester 43-yard line. Here's the snap, Darson's the back. Duke Reese back to pass, far sideline, caught. Make a man miss, running inside of the 30-yard line, pushed out of bounds on the far sideline. Amar Davis on the reception. Cooker, Tigers are cooking now with 18 seconds to play in the third. Tigers are driving. And that's probably going to be the last play here of the third quarter. And it will be with the score. After three, Tigers are driving, though, at the 25-yard line. Mansfield 21, Worcester 11. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Ricky Mills, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. And welcome back to Arlen Field, where the Mansfield senior T.Y. Tigers lead the Worcester Generals by a score of 21-11. Hayden Chandler back with you here. And let's look at some scores around the area before the fourth quarter starts here. West Holmes leads the Arrows by a score of 42 to 24 in Millersburg. That one is in the third quarter. And New Philadelphia and Lexington are tied at seven. Madison Comprehensive. The Madison Rams lead Mount Vernon now by a score of 28 to nothing in the fourth quarter. So former Ashland head coach Scott Valentine will pick up his first win with the Madison Rams. Ontario leads Pleasant by a score of 17 to 13 in the fourth quarter. And we'll take a break on scores because we are back here at Arlen Field. Duke Reese in the backfield. And actually fakes the handoff, keeps it himself across the 25, down to the 23, gain of two on the play. It'll bring up second and eight. He faked the hands off to Isaiah Darson there and kept it himself and picked up two yards. It'll be second and eight. Darson marches off the field. Ricky Mills into the game. So Reese in the shotgun, trips to his right. Amar Davis, a single on his left. Screen pass. That's 14, Nate Dismook. Down to the 20-yard line. It'll bring up third and five for the Tigers. And they are now in the red zone. They lead by 10 with 11 minutes and counting left in the fourth quarter, but a chance to go up uh, by three possessions here. If they can score the touchdown and convert on the PAT. Reese takes a snap, hands the, fakes the handoff to Ricky Mills. He cuts. Across the 20-yard line, down to the 22. It looks like he's just short of the first down. Gain of three there by Reese on the keeper. Bringing up fourth and two. And it looks like the Tigers are going to keep the offense on the field here. As Dismuke and Amar Davis march off the field. 
Into the game goes Makai Bradley. And Leo Hess to block for Ricky Mills is what it looks like. They've done that two times prior tonight. Reese under the center. Hands off to Mills. Mills picks up the first down across the 15-yard line. Down to the 12. So Ricky Mills with a five-yard pickup there, picking up a first down for the Tigers. So they will be downed at the 13, so it's a gain of four there by Mills. And they will keep the same formation there in the power eye. Reese under center. Three backs in the backfield. Reese takes a snap. Hands off to Mills. Mills rubs the right side inside the 10. He'll be brought down at the nine-yard line for a gain of four. Back-to-back yard, back-to-back four-yard gains for Ricky Mills. Might as well keep in the uh, same formation here because you pick up four yards every time, you're going to get in the end zone here eventually. Still in the power eye. Keontes Bradley wide out to the left. Lala Owens lined up on the line on the right side. Reese fakes a handoff, rolls out to his left, looks into the end zone. Intended for Lala Owens. Oh, and the pass is batted by a Worcester receiver off his hands. Another potential interception there. That was 22. Uh, Julian Franklin of the Generals, the sophomore. Ball went right through his hands. He had Lala Owens just under. Uh, he, he threw it behind him a little bit. So we will have a third and five here. Mills and Hess march off the field. Zion Brown back into the game for the Tigers. Keontes Bradley and Amar Davis split receivers to the left. And on the right side, you've got Dismuke and Lala Owens. So Reese motions Dismuke, takes a snap, drops back, looks, and just beyond the reach of Amar Davis off his hands. And Reese got rocked there by a general after he threw the pass. So maybe a potential uh, roughing the passer, but no flag. That was number 80 of the generals, Ethan Shelter, on the hit. So fourth and five, and Sean Putt marches back into the game for his potential fourth field goal of the night. So this will be the 26-yard field goal attempt for Sean Putt. Duke Reese, the holder. 26-yard field goal by Putt is up and away, and it splits the uprights. With nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, it's the Tigers 24, the Generals 11. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. This is Makai Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field, where Sean Putt made his, just made his fourth field goal of the night. That one was from 26, so he made a 33-yard field goal with 931 left in the first. A 24-yard field goal with 36 seconds left in the second. A 32-yard field goal with 39 seconds left in the third quarter. And just now a 26-yard field goal with nine minutes left in the fourth. 
little shout out to Mark Hinkle, a listener from Buffalo, New York. How's it going, Mark? Glad you could tune in as the Tigers look to close out the Generals here. Putts kicks away. Squibs it up the right side. That was caught by a general. His knee was down. Yep, his knee was down. Good call there by the ref. Downed him at the 23-yard line. That was, yep, number four, Tristan Walker, the generals. So with 8.58 left in the fourth quarter here. So with uh, 8.58 left in the fourth quarter here, the generals will take over first and ten. Led by Luke Snowbarker, the junior from Worcester. And he'll have number five, Seth Chamberlain, in the backfield. Number 14, Jack Dossie, out to the right. He's in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Drops back. Looks downfield. Kind of hurls it up. Intended for number four. It's picked off by the Tigers. It looks like Amar Davis. Amar Davis up the right side. Inside the 10. Five. Touchdown, Tigers. A pick six. Amar Davis takes it to the house. Off a Luke Snowbarger mistake. He threw it off his back foot. And Amar Davis marches it down into the end zone for a T.Y. Tiger touchdown. There you go. Big play by the man himself, Amar Davis. A I would say a lot of time left on the clock, but that was huge. This will make it a, uh, a three-possession game. So Tigers up by 19, looking to go up by 20. Sean Putt had a great game tonight so far. Looks to make the PAT to make it a 20-point game. The snap, Reese's hold. Putt's PAT is up, and it's good. With 8.45 left in the fourth quarter, the Tigers lead the Generals by a score of 31-11. to you're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Lala, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Well, welcome back to Arlen Field, where we have just come to the realization Sean Putts, four field goals tonight, is, is a record for Mansfield Senior Tiger Football. We, we at least think it is. In recent memory, we have not seen four field goals here from the Tigers, so congratulations to Sean Putt. He's got 13 points out of 31 for the Tigers, so great performance by the senior kicker, number 88. Jeremiah Harper back to receive for the Generals. Sean Putt stands at the 32-yard line. Kick it away. Squibs it up the right side. Recovered by General number 20. That's Michael Howman Williams. He's up to the 48-yard line where the Generals' offense will come back onto the field after not so long of a break there after the pick six. So that was a 39-yard interception return for a touchdown by Amar Davis. Big play there by the junior. So I think this is 
I think Lukowski's back in the game for the Generals at quarterback. Snowbarger's on the sidelines. Yep, that is Lukowski at quarterback. He hands. That's Chamberlain. Fumble on the play. Looks like a Worcester recovery. Oh, and the Mansfield senior T.Y. Tigers recover the fumble. It's Makai Bradley. So two straight turnovers for the Generals. It looked like Worcester got that ball, but apparently Makai Bradley falls on it, and the Tigers offense will go onto the field. Makai Bradley tonight, nine total tackles, half a sack, and a fumble recovery. So the T.Y. Tigers will take over on offense from the 50-yard line. First and 10, 831 left in the fourth quarter and a 20-point lead. Only a chance to grow the lead here for the Tigers. The offense has been pretty good tonight. 367 yards of total offense, 251 total yards of offense. Duke Reese takes a snap, looks to his right. That has a man downfield. Oh, and he just overshot him, and the ref's going to throw a flag. It's going to be a pass interference as number 14, Nate Dismuke, was knocked down before the ball even had gotten to him. It's going to be a pass interference on the Generals. So three straight possessions with a turnover for the Generals, and the Tigers have definitely capitalized on that, the turnover battle. Worcester has three. And the Tigers have none. And that is the call, pass interference on the Generals. So the ball will go down to the 35-yard line. That's a 15-yard penalty. Wow. That's a crazy stat. That's the first Worcester penalty of the game. So Amar Davis in it running back behind Reese. Trips receivers to the right. Single Dismuke on the right, uh, Dismuke on the right, trips receivers to the left. Reese in the shotgun. Takes a snap, hands to Davis. Davis stalls, marches forward for a gain of one on the play. It'll be second and nine. The three receivers on the left, number three, Jermaine Bradley, number 19, Keontes Bradley, and number 22, Lala Owens. Zion Brown marches into the game. Mar Davis heads to the sideline. Get a quick breather. Absolute, absolute great string of uh, football from Amar Davis here in the fourth quarter with that interception. Pick six for a touchdown. Huge momentum swing. The Tigers already had the momentum, but kind of put the nail in the coffin there. So Duke Reese takes a snap, runs it. Almost lost the football. Worcester General tried to strip it out, but he didn't. Held on to it. That was a loss of two. Clock is running, 7.35 and counting here in the fourth quarter. Tigers up by 20. And it'll be second and 11. Third and 11 coming up. Trips receivers to the left. Lala Owens, Keontas Bradley, and Amar Davis. Isaiah Darson marches onto the field but comes back out. It's a little miscommunication there. Zion Brown in the backfield. Nate Dismuke on the right side, out at receiver. Duke Reese in the shotgun. Takes a snap, looks downfield. Looking to his right, intended for Dismuke. Not really close. Covered pretty well there by number zero, Anthony Sines. Bringing up fourth and 11. So we'll see what the Tigers do here. 6.55 left in the fourth quarter, 31 to 11, Mansfield. 
The offense is currently on the field. And you're kind of in no man's territory here. Don't gain much from a punt. And you don't really lose much if you go for it and don't convert. So it looks like the offense will stay on the field. Tigers will go for it. Still got that trio of Owens, Bradley, and Davis on the left side. Dismuke on the right side. Zion Brown in the backfield. Behind Reese. Reese takes a snap. Drops back. Looks downfield. Runs outside the pocket to the left. Flag on the play. Looks downfield. He's got a man in the end zone. Oh, and just beyond the stretch of Keontes Bradley. But that is a flag, most likely a holding based on where it was thrown. Yep, and that is the call. Holding on the offense. That penalty is declined. So it'll be a turnover on downs. And the Worcester offense will look to hold on to the ball here as they march back onto the field. Lexington is currently in field goal range with 19 seconds left against New Philadelphia. The game is still tied 7-7 New Philadelphia. So Lexington looking to tie it up here with 19 seconds left in the fourth quarter. So after the hold, Worcester will come in on offense. Interesting to see who comes in at quarterback, whether it be Lukowski or Snowbarger. So quick, uh, quick look at the stats here. Worcester, 123 yards of total offense. The Tigers tripling that, essentially, 366. Time of possession, Tigers 26-23, Worcester 14-51. So Lukowski in at quarterback. He hands to Chamberlain, who is brought down after picking up one yard down to the 37, well, the Worcester 37-yard line. One-yard gain, bringing up second and nine. Worcester moving left to right here in the Jack Soliday press box at Arlen Field. 6.25 and counting on the clock here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they're not, uh, as John Davis just mentioned, they're down three scores and they're in an offensive huddle. So really no sign of uh, hurrying here with only six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Lukowski has trips receivers to the left. Oh, and that's going to be a flag. That's going to be a legal substitution. Yep, illegal substitution on the offense as uh, the Generals had too many players on the field and sent them out, sent one of them out. So legal substitution will back them up. That'll be a five-yard penalty. So second and 14 coming up for the general offense. Final from Lexington. Lexington loses a score of 13 to 10. 10 to 7. 10 to 7. Lexington falls to New Philadelphia. It's a final. So Lukowski, two receivers to his left in the pistol here. Fakes a handoff, rolls out to his left, looks downfield. That's number eight. Oh, number eight for the Generals. Caleb Scott absolutely lit up on the play by number 19, Keontes Bradley. No chance of catching that ball. No chance of catching that ball with how hard Bradley hit him. Yeah. Shivering up here in the press box after watching that one. So, 5.33 left in the fourth, third and 14. I mean, if you don't get this one, might as well start the buses if you're the Worcester Generals. Lukowski in at quarterback. Goes hard count. Takes the snap. Drops back. 
Looks to his right. Chucks it up. Intended for number 13. Oh, and that was intended for number 13. Bronson Morgan of the Worcester Generals. And Amar Davis picks it off. That's his second interception of the night. And the Tigers offense will get the ball at their own 45-yard line after the Worcester turnover. So that's four straight possessions with the turnover now for the Worcester Generals offense. Huge interception by Amar Davis. Fourth interception of the season, fourth turnover in a row for the Generals. Four must be the magic number tonight. Tigers offense will take over on the 45-yard line. So the, uh, the coaching staff of the Tigers is not happy with something. It looks like they maybe wanted a flag for a face mask after the interception. But regardless, the Tigers have the ball. Reese hands to Zion Brown. Brown runs it up the middle for a gain of one. Zion Brown to the 46, bringing up second and nine with 5-10 and counting here. Jermaine Bradley and Nate Dismuke in on the left. And now both of them are moving to the right, and Lala Owens and Makai Bradley move to the left. So Duke Reese and a quarterback looking to the sidelines for a play here. Tigers are in chew clock mode here. <laughs> Only four seconds left on the play clock. They better get a snap off, and they just barely do. Reese hands it to Brown. Brown, another carry for one yard, and we will have third and eight. Pick up a one. It's hard to uh, <laughs> it's hard to beat a team when they have 252 yards rushing, and that is how many the uh, Tigers have tonight. So Scott Valentine, the ex-Ashland head coach, picks up his first win as the head coach of the Madison Rams. They beat the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets by a score of 35 to nothing. The Tigers will have Mount Vernon next week here at Arlen Field. It'll be senior night. West Holmes leads Ashland 49-24 to in the third quarter. Reese takes a snap. Hands off to Brown. Brown bounces outside. He's across the 50 to the 45. And brought down at the 42-yard line into Generals territory. That's good enough for a Tiger first down. Brought down at the Worcester 42-yard line. 3.40 and counting. Clock just keeps on ticking. 11-yard gain there for Brown. Absolutely great cut there. It, was, it looked like it was a run up the middle in between the tackle and the guard on the right side. Bounced outside, picked up 11 yards. 263 rushing yards now for the Tigers. Reese takes the snap. Hands to Brown. Brown up the middle. Across the 40, across the 35. Down to the 33-yard line. Down to the 33-yard line. There's a nine-yard gain on the play. Tigers are averaging 6.1 yards per carry tonight with 272 yards. I am a stats guru. So Duke Reese here, 235 left in the fourth quarter. Zion Brown, the running back, 
Hands to Brown. Fakes the handoff, actually. Reese across the 30. Down to the 25. Oh, and Nate Dismuke was not happy. Felt like he was held there. <laughs> the Worcester defender pushes him into the ground. So that'll be another first down for the Tigers. Seven-yard gain for Duke Reese. And the rushing yards continue to pile up. 279 here. Let's see if we can get to 300. 210 left in the fourth quarter. Tigers 31, Generals 11. First and 10 from the 26-yard line. Eleven yards short of the 290 mark that the Tigers hit last week against the Arrows, and they'll run it again. Here's Brown down to the 20-yard line. Gain of six on the play. Five more yards to tie that mark of last week. Six more yards to break it. 135 left on the clock, and it keeps on running down. Second and four. 125. Zion Brown, the running back. Nate Dismuke on the left. Jermaine Bradley on the right. Lala Owens lined up as the tight end on the right side of the line. Makai Bradley in on the left. Reese hands to Brown. Brown across the 15 to the 10. There is a flag on the play. So he's down to the nine yard line, but that one will likely come back. Yep, the referee holding. Calls holding on the Tigers' offensive line. So with exactly one minute left in the fourth quarter. Yep, second and 14 coming up. Ten-yard penalty. Ball will be spotted at the 30-yard line. So coming up here at the end of the fourth quarter and in the postgame show, we will Nick and I will select the Hills-Heisman player of the game because the Tigers will be victorious. I think we know who we're going to pick tonight, but we'll have to review the stats and make a final decision here. The clock is running. 53 seconds and counting. That's now Isaiah Darson in the backfield. So Reese takes a snap on second and 14. Drops back for a pass. Looks to Lala Owens, and Lala Owens makes an incredible one-handed catch on the left-handed sideline around the 20-yard line to get the Tigers into the red zone, and he's out of bounds. Oh, my gosh. Odell Beckham's catch, or Pittsburgh Steelers catch. Yeah, so that's another. Nate Dismuke had a one-handed catch a couple weeks ago. That was incredible. Pulled that in with one hand, bringing up third and three now. Much more manageable. Not that it matters with 40 seconds left on the clock. Looks like the Tigers are just going to take a knee here. <laughs> Victory formation here for the Tigers. Duke Reese takes the snap, takes a knee. And with 36 seconds on the clock, 40 seconds on the play clock, that'll be it from Arlen Field. The team's heading to the 50-yard line, and the final score from Arlen Field, it's the Mansfield senior T.Y. Tigers 31, the Worcester Generals 11. We'll be back with a post game right after this. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. 
Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal too. Call 419 689 4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419 689 4346. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP electricofoh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor on vsbn radio want a chance to win forty eight hundred dollars then come to firefighter bingo on fourth street in mansfield and play their most popular game the horse race doors open at 4 p.m with early bird games starting at 6 30 p.m thursday friday and saturday located inside of the mansfield fire museum they offer a full concession stand you must be 18 or older to play that's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Uh, welcome back to Arlen Field, where the Tigers reign victorious. They just rung the victory bell. The final score was 31-11, to and let's look at how we got there. In the first quarter, it was a Sean Putt 33-yard field goal with 9.31 remaining to give the Tigers a 3 to nothing lead. And then the Generals kicker, Jacob Russell, number 27, hit a 35-yard field goal with 6.32 left in the first to tie it up at 3-3. And then Duke Reese, very quickly after that field goal was made, exploded for a 56-yard run on a read option. The PAT, however, was no good. That was with 5.41 left in the first quarter, making the score Tigers 9, Generals 3. And Ricky Mills then came in uh, and scored a big touchdown, a two-yard run. Uh, the Tigers then attempted to go for two, unsuccessful. 10-22 left in the second quarter. Tigers 15, Generals 3. And right before halftime, Sean Putt hit another field goal as a 24-yarder with 36 seconds remaining, making the score Tigers 18-3, and that's where we stood at halftime. And then after the break, it was a Hallman-Williams 52-yard uh, reception from Luke Snowbarger in the third quarter with 11 minutes left. That made the score Tigers 18, Generals 11. And then Sean Putt would clean it up with a 32-yard field goal with 39 seconds left in the third, making it 21-11. A 26-yard field goal in the fourth with nine minutes left, making it 24-11. And then Amar Davis with a big highlight play, 39-yard 
pick six. And Sean Putt's PAT was good. So that was with 8.45 left in the fourth. The Tigers uh, would then lead 31-11, to 11, and then it was four straight uh, turnovers. Uh, there were two. The, the second turnover was the Amar Davis pick six. And then there were two after that, and that uh, the Tigers just had the opportunity to run out the clock with uh, the ball, and they pretty much dominated the time of possession tonight. The Mansfield senior T.Y. Tigers, 31 minutes and 45 seconds they held the ball. The Generals, half that, 16 minutes and 15 seconds. You don't see that very often, but the Tigers did dominate tonight. Tigers, 70 plays, 21 first downs, 12 rushing first downs, 8 passing first downs, and they got a first down via the penalty. The Generals, 36 plays, 5 first downs, 2 rushing first downs, 3 of those passing. Um, Worcester was 22 rushes, 29 yards. The Tigers, 48 rushes, 284 yards. They fell five yards short of the mark from last week. But uh, quick math here, 286 and a half yards and uh, average, average between the last two weeks. That's pretty solid and trending, trending in the right direction come playoff time, that's for sure. The Tigers, 12. Uh, Duke Reese, 12 for 22, 127 yards. Generals, 4 for 14, 95 yards. Um, one touchdown for the Generals, two interceptions. The Tigers, no touchdowns through the air. Uh, total yards of offense for the Tigers, 411. The Worcester Generals, 124. Worcester, four turnovers. The Tigers, none. Worcester had two penalties for 20 yards. The Tigers, Tigers four for 40. And individual stats here, Duke Reese, uh, 16 carries, 113 yards, one touchdown, long of 56. That was the touchdown run. Uh, Zion Brown, 17 carries, 78 yards. Uh, Isaiah Darson, six carries, 51 yards. Ricky Mills, six carries, 42 yards, and a touchdown long of the night was 29 for him. Duke Reese, as I mentioned earlier, 12 for 22, 127 yards. Good for a quarterback rating of 71.6. Amar Davis, six receptions, 79 yards. Lala Owens, two receptions, 32 yards. Makai Bradley did a very good job punting tonight for the two times he was out there. Two punts, 65 yards, average of 32.5. And, and for the Worcester side of things, Seth Chamberlain, 12 carries, 21 yards. Uh, Luke Snowbarger, 4 for 12, 95 yards passing. One touchdown, one interception. A.J. Lukowski, 0 for 2, one interception. And Michael Hellman-Williams, 67 yards receiving, one touchdown. And that really does it for the Worcester Generals. Thank you to John Davis and Benjamin May for their work on the stats tonight. And we will take a quick break, come back with some scores from around the area, and then we will announce to you the Hills Heisman. You're listening to GoTigers.com, Tiger Football. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Lala, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. So welcome back to Arlen Field. We will pull up some scores for you from around the area. We already mentioned that Lexington lost to New Philly tonight, 10-7. In Millersburg, West Holmes, 56, Ashland, 32. That game is wrapping up here in the fourth quarter. Um, Madison, the Madison Rams picked up a win, as we mentioned, 35 to nothing against the Yellow Jackets, who we will see next week. The Ontario Warriors lead Pleasant in the fourth quarter, 31 to 20. 
River Valley trails the Shelby Whippets by a score of 37 to 20 in the fourth quarter. Orville leads Cuyahoga Valley Christian 39 to 38 in the fourth quarter. Uh, so that's a good contest. Mohawk and Seneca East tied at 28 in the fourth quarter. Northwestern 14 to 7 over Smithville. That game's in the fourth quarter. And that will do it for games in the area. And we'll take a quick look at the Padres-Mets game. The Padres lead the Mets 3-0. That game's in the top of the fifth. So we'll take a one last break here, and then we will highlight the Hills Heisman. Brought to you by Hills Landscaping. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Weeds and leaves dragging you down? Landscaping need a tune-up? Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills specializes in flower beds, lawn care, leaf removal, and let's not pretend winter isn't around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal, too. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. That's 419-689-4346. What's up, Tiger Nation? This is Amar Davis, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. So here we go. The Hills Heisman Player of the Game brought to you by Hills Landscaping is senior kicker Sean Putt. Sean Putt had four field goals tonight and one made PAT, 13 out of 31 points for the Tigers. He was automatic uh, from, from uh, field goals. Four field goals, a Tiger record tonight for Sean Putt. So congratulations, Sean Putt, the Hills Heisman Player of the Week, brought to you by Hills Landscaping. So, the final from Arlen Field, Mansfield Senior 31, Worcester 11, and the Tigers advance to 6-2, and 4-1 and one in the OCC. That's currently good for second place uh, behind West Holmes. And the Worcester Generals, uh, they become 4-4. Four and four. Uh, They fall to 4-4 four and, four and are 3-3 three and three in the OCC. So one more time, the Mansfield Senior Tigers 31, the Worcester Generals 11. Thank you all for listening uh, to VSBN Radio and Mansfield Senior Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. For Nick Michaels, I'm Aiden Chandler, signing off from Arlen Field.